Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Master Bitch Presents the Three Count. It's a wrestling podcast. My name is DeAndre Robertson, and I no longer wanted to be associated with this this con. What fuckers call me unless I have three million dollars of hush money. That's all. Until I get the hush money up, I don't want to be. I don't be anything like that. All right. All right. Say hello, friends. Hey, what's up, friends? This is your boy, Shenanigator Jay. I just want to say, first of all, happy Father's Day to everybody, all the fathers out there, and happy Juneteenth. Uh, for ages, humans have always feared monsters. Always feared monsters. I think we have witnessed or will be witnessing one of the underlying fears in a huge monster that will be hot take, that will be in the top list of all the top monsters in wrestling history. That's right. With the Vaders, with the Bruiser Brodies, with the Yokozunas, with the Canes and Undertakers and so on. Who is it? You'll Vince find you out. Yeah, if, if you say Veer Mahan, bro, this, this show's over. <laughs> this show's over. No, it's, it's Dance and Shanky, baby. <laughs> uh, right. What's up, guys? It's your boy Evan Mataki here. First episode recorded from the new house. Um, got my setup a little bit taken care of. Um, nice. And uh, even though the Celtics may have lost the NBA Finals, um, come next weekend, the wrestling world will not have experienced loss because Forbidden Door is about to blow the roof off of, I forgot wherever the hell they were. I think it's Chicago, but Chicago, they're, about Chicago. To, they're about to destroy what wrestling pay-per-views have ever been. So um, it's still go Celtics, but Forbidden Door is about to change the wrestling world, in my opinion. All right. So a couple things before uh, we go. So uh, as Jay said, happy Happy Father's Day. Happy holidays to everyone. Yeah, happy Happy Father's um, Day, by the way. Both both Dre and I are fathers. Um, Jay helped raise his nephew, he said. Mm-hmm. Um, so to all the fathers out there, and listen, I got a lot of people on my, on my timeline who are like, oh, stop saying Happy Father's Day to single mothers. No, fuck you. Happy Mother's Day to the single mothers who had to play mom and dad. Absolutely. Or happy Father's Day. So hey. I was with you. I was with you before I had a baby. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, listen, they, they can do whatever they want. However, though, I want to say that if you could say Happy Mother's Day to all the single dads that does, I say Happy Mother's Day to all the single fathers who do yeah. it too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, because sure there cool. are plenty of people who have to be mom and dad, and it is what it is, mm-hmm. and they go without a lot of recognition. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, happy Happy Mother's and Father's Day to yeah. single mothers and fathers at the moment. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so happy Father's Day, everyone. Happy Juneteenth to well, to black people everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, um, uh, Oregon, uh, in Portland today, it was uh, Pride. So, happy, so, um, happy Pride. Uh, I went down to the Pride. Um, love whoever Pride. the fuck you yeah. are. Yeah, I went, I went down to Pride for the proper way with uh, with Emily and, and two kids, and we had a freaking great time. Uh, shout out to Jenna to making this shirt because this was a, a, a banger. Everybody loves it. It says, kiss whoever the fuck you want. And, and uh, yeah. Specifically and, to Texas, Dwayne <laughs> says in the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it was true because, I mean, Juneteenth started in Texas. So, With so Galveston. Galveston beats everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. So next thing. Uh, let, let, let's go over to the superhero tournament. Uh, I, know, oh. I, know, I know I know Evan really 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 likes this. Oh. All right. So Masturbators did a superhero tournament. Uh and thank you for everyone that's that voted and came out and all the, did all the kind of uh 
uh, retweeted and shared and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like announced the winner of that tournament, it was Avengers Affinity War versus the Dark Knight, and the Dark Knight won with sixty two percent of the votes. All right, so so big shout out to the Dark Knight. I was I was and listen. The reason why we did that did that tournament because again I was in a, I was in a, a Facebook group and somebody said that Civil War is the best uh, superhero movie of all time. So that's I a decided, bad take as well already. But the Dark Knight being better than Infinity War, that's the worst one. Listen, that's Jake on McMahon level with the I, big pockets. I said that the Dark Knight was the best superhero movie of all time. I, I have that. I, I, I always said that. Number one. Was, uh, number one is Dark Knight. Number two is Logan, and number three is, uh, was Endgame to me. So, uh, so, so that was me. However, I got vacation from people, <laughs> and Dark Knight best superhero movie all time, bro. Okay, there, right, are, so. there are too many people in the world who are Marvel haters that will spite and get rid of Marvel movies as is. So, so I take it, I'll take it with a grain of salt because I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying. Dark Knight is bad. I just think it's an average superhero movie with the best villain that we've ever seen in a movie. So that's just people, me. There was over two thousand votes in that last one. So and there so were two thousand people, people were wrong. So two thousand <laughs> people. So two thousand people are wrong. But you, just just you, is all right. I'm always right. Listen. Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. Anyway, all right. Uh, shout out to uh, the, the, the the two people that that uh, got that got the uh, the posters. They're coming on Wednesday. Uh, shout out to uh, Sean. And shout out to uh, uh, Gregory uh, on Twitter. Uh, All right. And, hey. Okay. Also, we are doing. Um, uh, we'll keep doing. This, we'll keep going. Keep doing this. Uh, hopefully, do this once a month. Maybe uh, maybe every other month. Uh, and the next tournament that just started today is the '80s or the best '80s movie. I got somebody that really, really won the '80s movie because they're tired of superhero movies. Even though there's, I think there's one or two superhero movies in the, in the '80s uh, 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 tournament. And it depends uh, on what you what your stance is on Star Wars and how you view them and classify them. But no, it's not a superhero movie. That's just that's, uh, that's why not sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi. sci-fi. So most superhero movies are considered science fiction. So calm down. No, 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 no. There, there, there's a classification of yeah. superhero movies and sci-fi. And, and and Star Wars. And why is there no Academy out. Award for best superhero movie? It's best science movie. Because all superhero movie. movies mostly suck. All superhero <laughs> movies are science fiction because uh, uh, they're based off uh, fictional uh, okay. characters. Uh, okay. All right. Listen. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. So uh, we are doing the, the '80s movies, uh, uh, and then uh, the, the the first two movies, the first two uh, rounds, two first two matchups are up. Is uh, the Lost Boys versus Back to the Future, and Coming to America versus ET. Uh, some notable ones for the first round: uh, we got Revenge of the Nerds versus Star Wars Episode Five, um, Spaceballs versus Sixteen Candles, uh, Deadpool Society versus Do the Right Thing, um, Naked Gun versus Die Hard, The Karate Kid versus The Terminator, mm-hmm. um, Little Shop of Horrors versus Say Anything, and that's the Boombox. <laughs> uh, the Little Mermaid versus the Goonies, uh, Purple Rain versus Plane Trains and Automobiles, <laughs> uh, uh, Still Magnolias versus Beverly Hills Cop, which I'm personally going to pick Beverly Hills Cop, but Still Magnolias made, almost didn't make me cry. I'm not going to lie. That, that shit is sad. <laughs> All right, that mm-hmm. shit is sad. Uh, Friday 13 versus The Breakfast Club, A Fish Called Wanda versus Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 
Breaking versus this, a Christmas story. Breaking? Oh my Breaking. god. That's about to be a I'm sorry, but that's about to be a murder. Christmas story is like one of the most reveled Christmas films of all time. And I, and I like breaking too. <laughs> but but Christmas story is is so hot take, hot take. I'm I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote uh breaking. Hey, I mean, Trey. Yeah. So in the in the in the sense of doing brackets, I definitely think once every other month or so, Masturbators presents the three count should do a wrestling related bracket. I'm cool with that. Hey, there I'm are so fine. many different things to rank and to, to yeah. do brackets for in wrestling because yeah. there's just, I'm, I'm cool I mean, that. yeah. I think because um, brackets is starting to becoming one of the things our company itself is good yeah, at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, having having a wrestling one every, every couple of months, maybe. I'm definitely cool with that. I'm not, I'm maybe cool around that. the time that there's, maybe around the time of the big four so we don't overload everything with brackets, but do mm-hmm. it around SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Rumble, and WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, couple, couple more, couple more, and then I'm done. Uh, and and definitely, and difficult that 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 suggestion. Uh, Big versus Beetlejuice, the color purple versus the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beetlejuice is underrated though. Beetlejuice can yeah, be yeah, that's an underrated, that's an underrated movie. That's a sleeper. Ooh, Beetlejuice with the upset over Big uh, first round. Let's go. Fast time at Ridgemont High versus National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, um, that's a tough one. All right. Lethal Weapon versus Scarface. That's not a tough one. No, that's uh, not a tough one. versus uh, Big Trouble, Little Trainer. That's not. Um, that's not tough either. Tough. Unfortunately, and I, I like I, and I, and I actually like Big Trouble, Little Trainer. That was mm-hmm. a good one. <laughs> uh, Dirty Dancing versus Top Gun, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure versus Caddyshack. I wonder Bill, if Top Gun's going to get a boost because of the because of Top Gun yeah, Maverick being out. Yeah. Well, some, some, a lot of people said they didn't didn't like it. Um. Okay, it's I fucking it was fucking fantastic, but again, I'm not everybody. Everyone else is just wrong. <laughs> All right, so so those are noble first rounds. We'll, we'll keep you updated. Um, we'll keep you updated uh, on some stuff on how it goes. Uh, next, we will. We're speaking of brackets. We are starting a new show under the Masturbator Umbrella. It's not going to be every week. It's going to be at least once a month or every other month, which is called. Masturbated presents brackets, <laughs> uh, and this 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 is where you find all the all the information that we're doing. Can you for. call it bracketeering? No, it's because uh, actually there's somebody on the podcast to help me out. It's called bracketeers, so <laughs> I don't want to be too oh, okay. close. Okay, <laughs> I don't be too close to that. <laughs> all right, um, so yeah, so just just stay stay tuned for that. Uh, another intro uh, uh, next week. Rank uh, the ranking show for uh, for Forbidden Door, which. Me and Jay really, really want to do because that shit's going to be fucking fire. Uh, but, <laughs> We've been talking about this for so long, and then all of a sudden, you and Jay yeah. aren't going to be able to be a part of it. Yeah, so, so, yeah, yeah Jay, Jay, Jay will be flying back from Chicago, and I'll be yeah, in Vegas I'll trying be, to get thousand dollars. You couldn't have extended yeah. your Chicago trip two more days and just went to Forbidden Door? I know. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to work How, that out. <laughs> however, though, uh, Evan will be uh, running this show by himself. I'll be flying uh, solo Sikoa yeah, yeah. in this okay. bitch. So stay, so stay tuned for that. All right. So those are our intros, uh, things we need to talk about. Now we're going to talk about some things that we have to talk about because we can't even go into the shows this, without. This week in wrestling yeah. was one of the yeah. most impactful weeks for WWE Very in a long time. Who is biggity banging? That, 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 that's on me. They're, uh, they're celebrating 
pretty heavy out here for Father's Day and Juneteenth. So they got the fireworks. Oh, I mean, if it's, if it's fireworks, you know, you know how you, fireworks, fireworks or, 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 the, or the bricks, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I thought somebody was just Philly. banging on the wall like, if you, "Hey, if you're from Philly, if, if it's Philly, you understand, you know." Yeah, it's, it's, it's Philly. Yeah, yeah, fireworks, quote unquote. Like, like, right. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Philly. So yeah, uh, but yeah, so we want to start us off. We're talking about Sasha Banks. It's, it was reported last week that she was uh, released from uh, the WWE, and it wasn't confirmed last week when we talked about it. It still hasn't even officially been confirmed, but more it, and more signs are pointing to yes. Yeah, it's not officially confirmed, but there's a lot more a lot more uh, reliable sources that saying that she is released. Correct. So, Jay, how do you feel about her release? Uh, actually, I am okay with it. But given, given about what everything has happened, um... Leading up to like with the Vince McMahon situation and all of that stuff, and I think it's the best thing for her right now. Mm-hmm. I I think that she really does uh, with the release. I think it's good. She needs to go, not do all elite. She does not to be all. She does not need to be all elite in ninety days or whenever the not competed. I think she needs to stay away from wrestling for about a year. Do television, do Hollywood. She was awesome in The Mandalorian. So she has potential to do, you know, Hollywood things. Mm-hmm. I think she should need to utilize that, take a year off of wrestling, do other things, and then come back all elite in a year. From now. Damn, they, 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 are, they are going at it. Jesus, I'm, 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 I'm going to mute you for a little bit, all right, bro? No, nah, I'm going yeah. to mute myself. Wait a minute. There you go. All right, Evan, uh, tell me how you feel about the Sasha Big stuff. So to kind of piggyback off of what Jay's saying, I too think that she should take some time to follow her Hollywood career. She does have a very promising Hollywood career, in my opinion. Um, There is no official word yet if she has a non-compete in her release or in her contract, which I'm assuming with with, with a character and a talent as big as Sasha Banks, she probably had one in there. Um, apparently there was the, the second report that was released by wrestling. I think it was wrestling votes or something like that. Yeah. Wrestle votes is that, you know, uh, the, the truth behind Raj Giri's report that she's been released is starting to come to fruition. Uh, there was talk about it at, at SmackDown on Friday. Um, I think this is potentially the best situation for Sasha. She was an underutilized character for a good portion of 2020 and 2021 uh, she's a main event caliber talent who wasn't being put in the main event. And then she got kind of cornered into that tag team with Naomi where granted they were a good tag team, but they still weren't using them correctly. So I definitely think it's going to be interesting to see where Sasha Banks takes her career next. Um, you probably won't hear about her as Sasha Banks anymore. You're going to hear her as I think it's, it's Mercedes uh, Mercedes Kester Vernado. Um, if she uses that, was that's her actual name. But it'll be interesting to see where she goes. Um, she's still officially listed as a superstar on the WWE's page, and that's because WWE hasn't officially confirmed nor denied the release yet, but it's pointing more and more towards that it is. Um, we wish her the best in all her future endeavors. I think this is going to be a good thing for her, and I think she definitely needs to capitalize on it. Like, like, like Jay said, don't hop back into wrestling right away but also don't stay away too long that you lose it. Cause there are people who can be hurt from being away from the game too long. 
listen, I like I love Sasha Banks. I think she's a great wrestler. She's no rock, which means she can't just cut, leave and come back and still be the draw that she once was. So we'll see how it happens, but uh, I wish her the best. So I do think uh, this, the same thing as you both of you said uh, about um, Sasha taking some time off. I am upset because I did name my daughter after Sasha Banks, and now her name's changed. Uh, so that sucks. But it is what it is. Um, I, I, still I mean, you can always legally change it. That's true, too. She can keep the Sasha Banks to spell it with a B-A-N-X. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Well, no, it's so it's Sasha ba- it's Sasha Bailey. But change it to Sacha, like S A C H A. There you go. <laughs> um, but but also also all serious shit though. I do wish like we really wish her luck. I do think she should go to AEW. I think that'd be a perfect uh, place for her. I don't. I do agree with with Jay that it should be some time. I, I do think because uh, I'm not sure if her her not compete, um, her not compete uh, in ninety days or not. Yeah, it had. There was no, no since they haven't had an official release yet. We don't know what her contract yeah. told it, but ninety percent chance with her being as big of a name as she was, she's gonna have a non compete. We've seen yeah. it with everyone who's important. We've seen it with every WWE release that wasn't just a contract expiring. That there's some sort of non compete for everybody. Yeah. So so and and that's cool because a lot of people are speculating that if it doesn't if it doesn't have non compete, and this is just small indie Twitter podcast. Uh, if uh, if she's there, then she'll show up at F- Forbidden Door. I do think that's way, way too soon. Oh, it's way too soon. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's way too soon. Get, get, take some time, uh, reevaluate, uh, keep dancing at clubs because you look beautiful, baby, and you know, and just have fun. We'll live your life, uh, and then come back. And Evan is right though. I think like a year is way too far. I, I don't think a year. I, I think where a year is way too far away. Uh, Sasha Bank is a noble name. Uh, or Mercedes is a noble name, a noble face, I guess. However, though, I think a year went too long. Six months, eight months, around that, that kind of time. Um, you could you could do movies and TV shows in six months, eight months. So, yeah. I, 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 I don't I don't think it should be a year ago. Like, take some time. The off. only reason why I say only reason why I say a year is because it, it gives. If you wanted to be, if she's going to AEW, you want to give. The women there in AEW enough time to get their star power up, i.e., uh, Britt Baker, because that's that's pretty much who she's going to be programmed with. I would assume going right in to AEW. I I disagree. I think it should be a Jade Cargill thing. Sasha has experience working with those those taller figured, stronger female wrestlers. Cause she's put on fantastic matches with Charlotte and things like that. I think Sasha could be a good work for. Okay. So, so you give her a smaller work. So would you Jay. say a year would be fair for Jay to even be more seasoned, more experienced in the don't, ring? Don't I think so. Now. Don't they better, so. better about that thing about going against Jay though is if it's not significant enough. Cause I still think Jay loses to, to Athena. Sometimes soon. Oh, I I I hope yeah. that. I, I hope so. Well, I, I really do hope so. I hope, hope that she moves to Athena sometime soon. It won't be at Forbidden Door. Uh, I don't think they've made that match yet. If you do it, it has to be. It has to be. You got to work up something big. No, no, don't get me wrong. Athena's a good wrestler, but I, I just can't see a big blockbuster match. I, I think if the plan, if the plan, if if she has been released and Tony Khan has been in contact with her, I think the plan, a huge way to get over, is 
Jade's going to retain. Jade's going to keep running. She's going to look even more unstoppable, and then all of a sudden Sasha's going to come in, and that's when it's going to be. Because Sasha would arguably be the biggest female signing in the history of AEW. One of them. Yeah. Easy. Definitely. Easy. Um, yeah. So I would say if you are planning on getting Sasha brought in, I would highly recommend keeping, as much as I hate people being undefeated or forced down our throats, mm-hmm. keeping Jade undefeated and dominating everybody until she comes in. Even even Athena. As, as much as I think Athena's great, losses aren't going to hurt you if you're a good wrestler. Sasha Banks has lost many times. Charlotte has lost many times. Becky continues to lose. Um, I I would say have Athena lose this and and build Jade up for, even if there is a 90-day clause, build Jade up for a couple more months. Yeah. And then Sasha comes in and that's who defeats her. She'll be at like 60-0, but that's fine. Goldberg was like 275-0 before he lost. Okay, so... I don't want to compare a fucking Jay Cargill to a fucking. No, that's the work. The work is basically the same. So, so. Second, second thing, though, is though, if that Athena match happens and then Sasha comes a little bit later after that, that Athena match, it, when or when, wait, like Jay beating Athena, that match has to be one of the best matches Jade ever does. And I think that match is going to be a triple threat, though, to be honest with you. I, I'll explain that, but I think that's going to be. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, and I, I, I think I, so too. I, do, I, do, I think so too. I think so too. I think she wins that for somehow. Um, and then I think that Athena gets her one on one. She um, wins that as the smallest woman in the match. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think Athena gets her one on one. But once Athena once gets her one on one, you have to make that match, at least that one on one match, a perfect, not getting a perfect, but a really, really good match. And then that run that time, you could you say that she beat everybody, and then you no, know, and then and then that that, that shit. Uh, <laughs> what was that? That was the ring. I know we I know we still have some more else to talk about, but to kind of piggyback off of Sasha Banks being released. Uh, storyline that's potentially going on. Um, they did, Paige confirmed that WWE is not renewing her contract mm-hmm. after her July 7th expiration, which means if you're looking for anyone who could potentially debut somewhere else right away, it will be Paige because if she's being, uh, if her contract is expiring like we saw with Adam Cole, there is no non-compete clause on those situations. Um, I know that Paige had just tweeted late last week that her when her time ends in WWE on July 7th, that's it. They're not renewing her, which mm-hmm. I get it. She's been injured. So it makes sense. But at the same time, too, you know, with Paige being not re-signed, you know, we wish her the best in all her future endeavors. We're giving her the WWE treatment. But I think we had all spoke last week that if she is to go anywhere, it's probably going to be Impact. Because yeah, I think that would be the best situation be, for her. It should not be AEW. She wouldn't do well on AEW, that's for sure. But um, that did get confirmed that she is – uh, yeah. Done as of July seventh. Yes, that's that is true. That's one that puts up their uh, their leave off. But yes, pages pages done done officially with WWE uh, in about a week or two. Um, next, uh, Evan, give me your thoughts on the Jeff Hardy situation. Um, listen, I'm gonna be a hundred percent brunt here. I don't care. He's had many a chances to fix a lot of the situations in his life, and I get it. Addiction is a bitch. This was a problem in Impact. This was a problem in WWF. This was a problem in WWE. And now it's spilling over and being a problem in WWE, uh, AEW. I did kind of follow the situation where um, people were talking to Reba Hardy um, about what's going on with Jeff. And she put out there bluntly, plain and simple, I'm a grown woman, not responsible for a grown-ass man. 
um, as anyone who was watching wrestling saw AEW, they pulled uh, the Hardys from the AEW triple threat ladder match for the titles because Jeff Hardy got arrested again for a DUI. Um, how many opportunities is someone going to get without changing something? I have always been against the fact that uh, Naomi's husband, I think it, that's Jimmy, right? Um, has been able to come back so many times after his DUIs, but I get it. People can change, but at so many times, after so many times, you have to be able to separate and say, hey, look, we've given you plenty of chances. You can't fix it. We can't keep you. Jeff, I love you. You're one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Something has to change. You can't keep being known as the guy who's going to get. Jeff's guaranteed for at least one DUI every four months, almost, um, at this point. And it's bad. Everyone can think back to the match during Impact where he was wrestling Sting, where he was just fucked up out of his mind. And Jeff Hardy is slowly, I would not be surprised to see his AEW release out over this. To be 100% honest, I don't want it to happen because Jeff's one of my favorites. But at the same time, too, you can't keep biting the hand that feeds you, essentially, by not performing professionally outside of wrestling. Go ahead, Jay. You're on mute. Sorry, because of the fireworks. Here we go. But uh, I'm in total agreement with Evan on this one. But um, it does suck because because I'm a big Jeff Hardy fan, and you you just can't keep uh, repeating offenses over and over again. I, I hope and 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 pray that he does get the help that he needs this time to actually stick with it and maintain uh, his recovery. But um. We we I remember if we remember if we can go and it's back on the when we did the pay-per-view with the, the, the match with uh the young bucks and we said something was we mentioned it that something was off with, with Jeff. We 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 felt like it was. So it, it's a possibility that he was pro- possibly not saying that he was or anything, but it's possibly it was something in in connection with that. And this definitely well. makes this makes WWE seem less like the bad guy from when they let him go because he wouldn't accept the help. They yeah. offered to get him treatment. They offered to get him rehab. He said no. And look, this is what it is. Jimmy, at least, in my opinion, has stayed out of trouble. He's got two DUIs. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the three strikes you're out. But this is what, four, five for Jeff now? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I think, what, 2018, 2019, 2021? Yeah, last year and then this year, 2022. So, yeah, and it's, and uh, I think we have seen the last of Jeff Hardy in AEW, uh, which is, like you said, which sucks because we, we wanted to see at least one good uh, last Hardy Boys run. Uh, I believe uh, in AAA, he was, refa- he was replaced in Triple Mania, I believe, with uh, uh, John Morrison or Johnny Hardy, is what they called him. In uh, one of their tag matches, so I, I think we've seen the last of Jeff Hardy at least for right now. Till he three gets DUIs in five years and a DWI in twenty eighteen. Yeah. So. All right. This is hard for me. This is definitely hard for me because of my background and you know, I mean, just get a little personal. I mean, I'm also foster care because of, you know, 
family having drugs and stuff and, and stuff like that. And my mom got clean, and she was like herself, she got clean, been clean for damn it, 20 years now. But it's hard because I, I know how to, as a person looking into that family, I know how that feels. Um, however, though, I do agree with Evan. As harsh as that sounds, Evan's right. You give them, give them more, more opportunities to, to fix yourself. Um, and what's that? You said the first one, 2017, something like that. So what's that? Eight. Uh, uh, so it's been three DUI since 2019. Mm-hmm. I think is when they when I saw it, and then he had a DWI in 2018. That, that's way too much time. I I can listen. I feel for Jeff Hardy. I do. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm I want to make sure I say that right now. I feel for this guy. However, though, I understand the business side of things as well. If you can't perform, then you can't be in my company. I mean that 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 is it, it is what it is. So I, I do agree. Jeff Hardy will probably get released really, really soon. Um, unless Tony Khan is has the biggest heart of 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 all. He, sh- he Jeff Hardy should go soon. I do wish Jeff Hardy the best because the latter on that is the worst. So that's that. I just felt. I mean, that's that's, that's this, this is a tough one for me because I love Jeff Hardy as well. I love I love this old broken down Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy's but, influence too will be something we see forever in the history of wrestling. You'll never see any time a ladder spot's done. It wouldn't have been done if it wasn't for Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anytime something crazy, high flying maneuver like yes, there were cruiserweights and high flyers that came before Jeff. But Jeff truly revolutionized what it meant to be a high flyer, mm-hmm. and it will definitely have an impact for the rest of the, the the history of professional wrestling. But at some point in time, you have to say no. And WWE, everyone hated WWE for releasing Jeff Hardy, but realistically, you can't feel bad for WWE offering help and Jeff Hardy refusing. So now, unfortunately, it becomes Jeff Hardy's problem, and I I truthfully think. He needs to be out of wrestling until he's truly, truly, truly clean and sober. Uh, absolutely. The bad thing about that is, though, you don't know. I mean, he he told her when he was truly clean and sober the yeah, first time. Unfortunately, and relapses are. But the, again, relapses are a thing. I'm, I'm looking. At, I want to make sure that I, if you listen to this podcast, that that you hear me say that I feel for Jeff Hardy. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that he shouldn't get super chances because. Yes, fucking addiction is a fucking disease. I mean, it, it really is. Okay, addiction is a fucking disease. However, you got to look at a point as a fucking company as well. Like, if the company as well, if you can't perform, then I can't have you on. I'm not going to give you free checks, no matter who you are. All right. All right. Uh, Jay, you, you are mute if you were talking, <laughs> but uh, we will go off of the last last bit of big news we have. Okay, well, DeAndre froze again, um, so we will go on to the next. Oh, there he is. There you go. Sorry. Listen, the next one is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He's the one that froze you on it, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah
apparently, allegedly, uh, was paying, uh, what was it, a lawyer? I think it was what she was, uh, attorney. No, I um, think she wasn't a, she was a, a talent, I think. No, nah, wait. No? Well, I, 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 I bet you should do illegal, I think. But either way, she, he, was, he was paying people out with hush money for sex. All right? Hush money for sex. It was corporate money, by the way. All right? And uh, some, some, more of that, some more of that news is that he was passing the girl around to Johnny Unitas. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen, listen. Oh, okay. Let's uh, let's let's clear that up. John Laurinaitis, not Hall of Fame NFL quarterback Johnny Unitas. All right, that's a United no. States. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. However, though, okay. Listen, this is gonna sound fucked up, but uh, you're not a prostitute. At least I don't think so. They didn't come up uh, in the past days. It was a prostitute. How much money do you need to fuck? Old ass Chris McMahon and Johnny and Johnny. God, listen, I'm about to bad math with any sex workers, but damn. Okay, shit. shit. All right. Anyway, uh, go, go ahead, Jay. Talk, talk to me about uh, uh, Mrs. Kennedy McMahon. Oh my God, what is, what is there to say? Um, like I said, three million dollars for the hush money, and I think people wouldn't care. Because they said the three million is his hush. It was his money, from his money. I think the issue here is, and I think the issue here is, is that when uh, he hired the employee, then after after the, the the events happened, then that employee had a significant pay raise. Yeah, double. She was she make a hundred k, yeah. then she made two hundred k. Yeah. So that becomes so, so then that that and that is I think that's the issue because that was used with company money. Mm-hmm. And for the people who are mistaken to say, oh, it's still Vince's company, it, it's it's it is company, but it's not his company. Once WWE went public in 2000 or 2001, they yeah, have sure shareholders was. now. Mm-hmm. So you have to everything that you do is pretty much dedicated to the shareholders. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where the issue lies. Uh, he did step down as C, what, what CEO. He step down as CEO, but he still is holding on to creative. I was hoping and still hoping that uh, we will see the end of Vince McMahon and his creative reign as well. Uh, pretty much uh, Johnny Laurinaitis is a piece of shit. He's all, yeah, we've heard stories. Uh, about women who he's one of the most hated backstage people yeah. in WWE by the female the, talent. Count, count, countless women that have said he feel uncomfortable uh, working with him or, or him around. Um, he's he was back on the scene, I believe. What? Uh, well, pretty much he's going to be the fall guy on this one, so he's done. Oh I, yeah, I, he's if, done. if anybody's going to take the fall here. It's Johnny Ace. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Evan. Talk which is which is crazy to me because Johnny Ace is married to the Bella's moms. So like, you'd think with the Bella twins being kind of the forefront of the divas revol or the 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 female revolution that happened so many years back, that he would have a different respect. But I mean, Johnny Ace has always been a problem from a lot of people. Yeah. Um. So Vince McMahon, yes, he, this this resulted in him. Whether it was a direct result or if he stepped down to sort of 
try to look better in his in his own right. Uh, he did get he did step down from the CFO uh, responsibility, which Steph stepped in after her furloughed uh, hiatus. She came back. Um, he had the really awkward appearance this Friday on SmackDown where he came back yeah, and he's like, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. Forever. We'll get to that later. Now, we're, we're talking yeah. about Vince McMahon now. It, it, we can, mm. we can bring yeah, you it gotta, up. You got you to do a little bit of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he but. did show up on Friday Night SmackDown, which was, uh, according to people, was a very weird atmosphere backstage. Um, I don't know if Johnny Unitas, God damn it, you got me doing it. John Laurinaitis <laughs> has still has been with back at any of the company things. Uh, since the allegation um also i mean this is the talk of the wrestling world right now for anyone who watched aew on friday um the acclaimed came out and dropped the rap that included <laughs> nda nda like oh my god like um, this is not the first time vince mcmahon has been accused of being a dirty individual for lack of a better term oh no um this is definitely not the first time you've heard anything about john Laurinaitis, and my, so i echo my statements about jeff hardy here how many times are you going to let these guys get away with it? I get it. Vince was boss man. Vince was head of the table. Vince was the mm-hmm. tribal chief, but it doesn't matter. Nope. Anyone who's anyone, if they're doing illegal shady business practices, which, sorry, but paying hush money means you knew you were doing something wrong. Yes. Um, I think this is the end of Vincent Kennedy, man. Period, point blank, end of story. I believe th- this one – is going WWE's board needs to either decide to remove him completely from the company or they risk running the ability to sell. And this first oh, and foremost, they wanted to sell anyway, though. So they wanted to sell, but they won't be able to sell if Vince McMahon is still tied to the company. Yeah, not with this. They won't. They won't. They won't sell to the people they they want to sell it to because I mean, allegations are not allegations, but the the speculation that they want to sell it to Disney. Disney won't touch, touch this shit if Vince McMahon is there. That's so, well. See, that's not true necessarily because Disney has had they've done business with people who have a shadier past because they still do business yeah. with Marvel, who has the Guardians movie, who will refuse to remove James Gunn over what he did. Blah blah blah. It's that's a downward spiral. But mm. I think in the interest of a business decision, their smartest bet is going to be getting rid of Vince McMahon. Unfortunately, having Steph step into the CEO role full time, or even if you're not going to have Steph step in full time. Hunter can do it down the road. He knows the business. They have to, in my opinion, what WWE does in the next six months is going to either mean the the re-emergence of the company as a powerhouse or the complete and utter deterioration of WWE as a brand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's wild because um this is this is big. This is this is just as big as the steroid scandal. In, yeah, I'm about to say that he he has to yes, down absolutely. as CEO uh, in in the nineties. Uh, yeah, he almost went to prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and back then, actually, actually, he he he, and I'm I'm, a, I'm a, I just read this. Uh, it's almost parallel uh, when he was about to go to prison, or he thought he was. It was a good chance that he could have went to prison in the nineties. He brought in Jeff Jarrett's dad, Jerry Jarrett, to take over in a high executive position. Then, uh, well, as we no, know, no, Linda took over CEO. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about the '90s. I'm talking about the uh, '90s. He, yeah, he took over. Uh, no, but, no, 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 no. Linda took over in the '90s. I'm pretty sure. Linda took no, no, over I'm, ta- I'm talking. But I'm talking about when, when not not we're doing the steroid steroid scandal that we're talking. Yeah, that was like I'm, early I'm, mid. That was like early '90s. 
I'm pretty sure. I, 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 I looked this up, but I'm pretty sure it was Linda McMahon after because you know, the best Sturridge camera was is actually mid to late, mid to yeah, late. It could have been, but but he had, yeah. but he had, uh, he did have Jerry Jarrett did come in. He was at a high level executive yeah. position. He might not have taken over the thing, but I think he was taking over the wrestling aspect of things, mm-hmm. uh, or was going to. Uh, Jeff Jarrett has been re-signed or signed again to be hired by the WWE in a high-level executive position. This was as of, uh, according to Wrestling Inc., May 27th of this year. He is, so, he is senior vice president of live events. So so do you think do you think that – and Stephanie left when she did leave. She took a leave of absence. Uh, by that time when she took the leave of absence – According to the timelines, it would fit in that she would have known something about this or knew something was brewing. So my question what is: What if she guys, took the, the the What if she took the hiatus because she knew it was coming and she's like, "I need to get a vacation before this happens." Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So now you have Jeff Jarrett coming back into a high executive position. He's probably going to do more of the wrestling aspect of things. Now that Vince is going to be away, uh, do well, you think they knew this was happening? We don't know it's going this- to happen. We don't know if it's going to be away. I mean, he's still, like I said, we're still doing creative. So he's still going to be there um, until they kick him out. At least for now. Yeah, at least at least for now. Because when those TV executives, because now you're going to have Fox and USA executives in the creative room as well. Mm-hmm. And they, they, it's all about ratings. And they want, I don't think they want to be attached to that, especially if it gets ugly. Mm-hmm. I don't think Fox nor USA wants to be attached to that. So for now, yes, but I think we have seen the last of Vince McMahon uh, in any parts of his creation, uh, WWE. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is all the news that we have to talk about. We're talking about that in the big, big fold. But we will talk about now the, the Starship shows, the four or slash five star, Starship shows. Uh, Evan, I'm going to go first with the good for Raw. And that was, uh, I want to say it was... June 13th. June 13th. Uh, so the good for Raw, in my opinion. Um, Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan successfully defeated Dewdrop and Nikki to move into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Everyone knows I'm a huge Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan stand, so good on that. Um, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles put on what I thought was a pretty damn good match. Um, definitely one of the best matches I've seen from AJ in a little bit. Um, but that also says to the quality of Seth Rollins' workability. Um, Seth is, in my opinion, right now the best thing WWE has. Uh, with Cody Rhodes being on the shelf, you're going to need to back. You're going to need to back Seth heavy and push him to the moon. I truly think Seth should win Money in the Bank with Cody Rhodes being hurt. Um, with that being said, um, that was a lot of pretty much it for me for Monday Night Raw. The rest of Raw itself wasn't that great to me, um, in my opinion. And I, I'm glad I'm interested to see what you guys have to say because WWE as a whole this week felt like it had a chance to be good, but they just dropped the ball amid the whole Vince McMahon situation. So um, I have those were my two good points. And unfortunately, that was about it. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go before I, I freeze again. Uh, so good. Um, my test for Jimmy was actually a good match. I hated the fucking ending with, with a passion, but it was actually a good match. 
Montez Ford is a star. Push Montez Ford. Yo, real shit. Yo, listen. I've been compare, saying it. Here you go. <laughs> compare Montez Ford when he first got to WWE NXT, or even when he came to the main brand, and look at him now. This man put on some muscle. <laughs> this man is this man is stocky. All right, you Montez Ford should be pushed. I was saying that when he was in the ring last on Monday, I was like, what the f- did Montez Ford eat Montez Ford? <laughs> he's, 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 he's bulked uh, up. And I'm just like, damn. Almost like, almost like they're almost preparing for a singles run. Wink, he wink. should. He should. <laughs> uh, Becky and Oscar fight was a, uh, uh, was a good for me. The fight was good for me. Uh, I'm glad that they, they didn't do another fucking 24-7 match with, with her. I mean, listen, you know, and I'm pretty sure WWE hurt everybody on Twitter because everybody was, was pissed about that shit. All right. Uh, Blitz Morgan, be, uh, Blitz and, uh, Morgan being dead dropping Nikki. I'm okay with that. I'm with leaving to a bad that I don't, I don't have them. I'm going to say it here. If you're going to make that big deal about dead dropping Nikki being together, they, them together are, they haven't won the match yet. Like and all. then you put together a tag team like Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan, who have never worked together as a tag yeah. team, to come in and win. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking weird. Uh, Riddle Champa was actually a good match as well. Riddle, Riddle Champa was a, that's a good match as well, and this is gonna make Jay very happy. But oh, Veer, incoming Veer take Mysterio. <laughs> I did not mind Mysterio Veer. Mysterio Veer. I didn't mind Mr. Revere because, again, it pushes to this monster situation. He beat somebody big, which I wanted to. Well, I, I, I wanted. The only thing now is that I don't – I mean, I know it's coming. I know that 2 one's coming. He can't lose that 2 one If he lose that 2 one this is all for nothing. So he can't lose the 2 one match. It's it, it not confirmed. I'm pretty sure it's coming. He came with two and one match. If he loses that two and one match, I don't give a damn how big, how much you love Rey Mysterio. I don't give a damn if he's gonna cover what 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 game. He has to lose that match. And and this that's how that's how things happen too. Veer wins. Dominic turns on on Ray. Said that there you go. You get your you get your Ray versus Dominic. Dominic yeah. Okay, or if, or that doesn't happen. I keep saying it. I know people will say it. Send it to NXT. God damn it. Send it to NXT. They're, they're, listen, I, I don't want you to cut him. I don't want you to listen. Dominique I'm, is I'm not going to lie. NXT. Listen, you want him to become a star, put him in NXT right now because NXT yeah. is starting to become – NXT is starting to become better than, than than their flagship shows, in my opinion. So, let's listen, I think that – listen – I don't want him to go anywhere else. He can't wrestle for shit anywhere else. The NXT is for technical development. Put him in NXT. All right. But that's all my good. Uh, Jay's on you. All right. Uh, like I said, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins has proven he's a top guy. He's a top guy. He's a savior in this. I want him to win the money in the bank, but there were some things that happened on Friday, and we'll get into that, that might make me change my mind on it. Uh, not because I want to, but because I think that's where it's going. But um, lastly, I just want to say, you know, uh, there's a lot of fools in this world, right? There's a lot of fools in this world. And some walk around and uh, they pretend to be uh, like they're giants. But I think there's only one giant right now. One giant right now. And I think we all are witnessing. Oh, my. We're witnessing a true monster. 
the quickness, the power, the agility. I think we have the perfect monster of today's wrestling. And all, he's going to be in that list. He's going to be in that list of the Bruiser Brodies and the Vaders. That is Veer Mahan. That is Veer Mahan. You can shake your head in disagreement, but we are right. I'm telling you. I am telling you. That was a brutal face buster that he put on Ray. I thought it was a botch, but that looks pretty sick. Looked like it hurt. But I love it. I think he gets he gets the win over somebody big. Like you said, mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio. I think we get um the Ray versus Dominic. I would love to see Dominic turn heel. I would love to see Dominic turn heel. You get the Ray retirement match against his son. Takes off his mask, hangs it up. Dominic becomes Ray Mysterio the <laughs> third. I mean, it does have a history of passing down from father to son, so I wouldn't be surprised. But the, the only thing bad about that is though, like I, again, I don't mind the hill turn. I don't know if I if I can believe that Ray that Dominic Mysterio could beat Ray Mysterio. Number one, he doesn't have a fucking finisher. He does not have a finisher. The six one nine is not a fucking finisher. <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a secondary to a splash. All right. Uh, and he has the splash too, but he's but Dominic's way too skinny to to believe that shit. So I, I don't listen. I don't believe that he can beat Rey Mysterio. I, I do think that the best bet is to send Dominic Dominic to uh, to NXT. All right. Let's, once right. uh, once Dominic goes down to NXT and he becomes a solo guy, do you do you condone him using the five the frog splash from Eddie as his finisher? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, because okay, so from Eddie is 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 a big thing to do because everybody everybody named Mom uses five star frog splash. I mean, what well, not five star, but the frog splash. <laughs> uh, but everybody uses the frog splash. So, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, listen, yeah, I mean, he he should use the frog splash. But the thing about it, the frog splash is is getting is getting used a lot, just like the cutter. And I got something to say about that as well. Uh, uh yeah, the cutter that we saw on Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> on a, a different program. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, it's used. To, I don't, I don't know if that's actually a finisher. And, and, and there's not a lot of finishers that are are the used they, that that are not used by anybody else. Every every finisher right now is used by somebody else or was used by somebody else. So yeah, unless you want to do something completely daredeviling that can break somebody's neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna go back. Um. I'm listen. I know. Uh, from now on, in WWE, if you win by a small package, you get in the back. I don't give a damn. <laughs> uh, for now on, if you win by a small package, you win. You get, you get in the, a, a fucking uh, a down a down for me, a bath for me. So so yeah, I'm gonna be Hill Drain, Seth versus Styles. He said, down for me. It was a fucking fantastic match. And you fucking ended by a fucking small package. A fucking small package. Chad versus Ali. Chad Chad versus Ali. (laughs) Was actually a solid match. 
And I'll give a damn what you say about Chad, Chad Gibbs finisher. That is a small package. <laughs> Technically, that's a small package. <laughs> All right. That gives it down for me. Ezekiel KO. Once again. Didn't lose it by small package, but he lost by count out because he doesn't yeah, have a yeah. because, because Ezekiel doesn't have a fucking finisher. Okay. So that oh, but don't is. worry. Next week we get to see Elias again. Elias is back next I'm, week. And, and I'm glad you bring that up because that gets it down for me too. Now, <laughs> hear me out. Here's why I get down for me because speculation is that it's going to be uh, uh, Damian Sandow as, as, as a stand in because he, he looks kind of like. Uh, Listen, I'm for that. I'm for I'm that. One hundred percent for that. Or I like I'm 100% it. One hundred percent for just uh, Ezekiel coming out with a wig and a beard on as Elias. I'm actually for that. Sandow is one of the most underrated wrestlers. He's a good talker and a good worker. Yeah, I, I, I like Sandow being his own person like, like like gimmick gimmick wise if Sandow was still here because technically I don't think he's still he's still he's on uh on the roster. No uh, he he just had uh yeah. actually he just had his his uh I think they had a loser goes home match I think he was with NWA yeah uh wrestling and they just had their uh blow off match with him so he just left so so yeah so I, I rather him have his own gimmick I don't want to give me Santa go back to where he get if you go back to WWE I don't go back to the shit that he just left when when he was, he was copying everybody I don't want that shit at all. I want, I want, I want Damien to be Damien. I, I, I like the uh, whoa, whoa, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not trash the beauty of what Damien Mizdow was. Damien, when, when Damien Sandow played the stunt double and was copying people, it was fantastic. It was hilarious. I get that. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I get that. And it, 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 it gave fucking Damien a huge fucking push. That was eight, nine, ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was damn near a decade ago. I, I want Damien to have his own shit. I, I I would like to bring classy, classy, like snarky Damien back. Oh, when, Damien Sandow when he was the the yeah. fucking the, the scholar. Yeah, the scholar. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that better than, than than doing that. So that that gets down for me. Cedric MVP. It's a fucking down hard. <laughs> uh, I'm done with this hurt biz- I'm done with this hurt business breakup tour. Uh, they, they get it, yeah. They, they, they get it down so hard, and they're, and they're doing them wrong because I like I like uh, Alexander. He's a good he's a good worker. He's a good wrestler. Cedric Cedric one of the people, yeah. people that I think that should go back down to NXT or leave. No, I, I I can see him leaving. Not not AEW, but Impact is good. Even some kind of New Japan maybe, but Impact definitely or NXT. All right, and then my last thing, my, my bad. Theory body, theory Bobby bodybuilding. <laughs> the pose down. Listen, I can't stand Theory, but he's a fantastic heel. But this segment was dumb. Uh, this segment that, was dumb. Did that all wrong. This <laughs> was bad. It's, it was this shit was so bad. The, the overall thing was so bad. Even the baby oil was the guy. It was bad. This shit was this was horrible. And what? Correct me if I'm wrong. What, what the, was that? The finals? The, the final thing? Like the, 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 those the. Uh, the last thing you saw on Raw? That was the main send event. The, send the, the fans event. home. Yeah, the main event. With, 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 send with, the fans with, home with a pose with down. Big, with baby oil to the fucking face and some selfies. God, get the... Oh, God damn it. WWE got... All right, so listen. That was the bad. So that, that, that's my bad. Fuck that baby right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right, listen. Jay's on you. Jay, Jay's on you. Jesus. Uh, yeah, most of it was bad, but I will 
go that pose down what a way to send the fans home right why is this the main event first of all they did they did it all wrong they did the pose down segment all wrong they did it wrong from the jump first of all adam pierce i like adam pierce as a adam pierce is one of the best general managers I like had it. It a long time. This is this is where you need your uh mean Gene Okerlund type or 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 Tony Schiavone type interviewer. They had one, they fucked it up by having them do bumps for Charlotte Flair and whoever. Oh, Jubilee. Like a goof. Yeah, they made it like a goof. That like that that'd have been the perfect way to introduce them and have them do the pose down. Uh first they did. They did all three poses each, which was completely wrong. I don't know if they were strapped for time or what. You're normally supposed to do them side by side. You're supposed to go one pose each. Yeah. This is where a heel manager comes into play, too, because uh, Bobby's ripped, so he doesn't need any assistance. Uh, uh, Theory's ripped, too, but not like Bobby, so he needs – Give him like a like a warm up bar or something that he's working with. Something that's like steel or work up or warm up bar. So he's warming up. Bobby, are you ready? Or Theory, are you ready? He's no, no, no. This is where the heel manager comes in. I need time. Or just him. I need time. Wait a minute. So he's milking time. Bobby, you're up. All right. All right. I'm up. Theory's up. He gets the booze. Bobby gets the cheers. At the very last one, you don't have to keep squirting oil in the eyes. He did it for like almost like a minute straight. Like, what's the point? Just do it once. Bobby, Bobby always the the baby face always poses last. Who's the winner? Bobby Lashley. As his back is turned, he's posing. When he turns around, oil right in the eyes. Once Bobby turns around, as he's going wiping the oil, boom! Theory hits him with the warm up bar. Or even That's a low it. blow of some sort. Or a low blow, but I would say hit him with a warm-up bar because you're working out. So hit him with a dumbbell or something like that in the back of the head as he's as he's rubbing his eyes he can't see. Boom. This Knocked put, unconscious. There you go. This is pretty active as well, though, because I mean, you see it coming a mile, a mile away. But as you can see it, but yeah. As, saying, in my as, opinion... As, you... as, as, as soon as Adam Pierce said uh, he, winner, he got out the ring. He, he bounced. He got out the he, ring. He really. That's what I'm saying. He, you, he, he, you he gotta stay in. You have to stay all. in. And what? Whoa, whoa! What's going on? You, you, he didn't sell it at all. So they did. They so, messed up. They messed up a decent spot that could have been palatable, but it's just completely gone. Down. So, in my opinion, here to continue the whole "fuck you, Bobby Lashley" thing, MVP comes out in his coaching theory. Well, well no, MVP no, could have no, came no. out in in. Unless that's over. over. It should be over. I'm not saying I, I wanted it, but I, I kind of expected it. But the other thing is, too, you, you're talking about having someone in the ring who is a good talent on the mic, who can get the crowd going, right? This is why Pat McAfee needs to be able to go between both fucking shows. Because Pat McAfee would have been the perfect there you, announcer. There you go, Evan. There you go. For that. I'm telling you, he's that mean gene type that can Adam give the crowd energy. I, I will say this. Adam Pierce is the best general manager they've had in a long fucking time. And he's oh, yeah. pulling double duty working both shows. Pat McAfee is your best but he has that personality. commentator yeah. in the company he, today. And he's better than any of your interviewees. So you should be able, you should utilize Pat McAfee as much as you can while he's there. 
I 100% agree with that. However, though, I do want to be double advocate. And what's about this during SmackDown that he might be in a segment with somebody else? Oh, I think so, I, I transition him to a full time wrestler, give him a full training mm-hmm. section. Let's go. So, yeah. so, 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 so that's what I'm saying. Uh, all right, Pat McAfee's fan, Pat, Pat McAfee's is one of the best things WWE's done in a long time, in a long time, yeah. Listen, and we'll talk about it too. That, that, that segment was fucking amazing. <laughs> that shit was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we'll get right. there. Uh, Jay, you done? I'm done. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Jay, uh, up and down. Well, I, I got to say my bad. Oh, shit. The whole rest of the show. That's all I got to say. Listen, <laughs> it, it, Monday Night Raw is becoming a laughing stock of a product outside of the yeah. main four, which is Cody, Seth, Austin Theory, and. The Street Profits, it's it's a cesspool of, of terrible writing, terrible creative, people getting buried and not used correctly. Um, it's not a good product right now. And that's why I'm starting to say that NXT is becoming the best creatively directed show. Yes, Dwayne, the NFL kicker slash punter Pat McAfee yep. is now a commentator slash semi-pro wrestler for WWE. He's, he's if you the best talent that they go have watch in a long time. Dwayne, go watch Pat McAfee's matches with Adam Cole and watch his match at WrestleMania with Austin Theory. And he is the one of the best untrained professional wrestlers I've ever seen. Watch his NXT stuff with Adam no, Cole. So he's too, trained, but he's not that. trained yeah. like everyone No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying also, listen to him. <laughs> well, watch listen him to him talk. He's watch, so watch, good. Watch him talk. Like, like, listen, but listen, anybody who listens to his podcast knows how he can talk, so. Um, but with that being said, um, yeah, I will real quick get it started off. Uh, Monday Night Raw gets the farthest of down so far. So, Jay, and uh, it, it gets it down for me too. Uh, just too many, uh, too many downs for me. Oh, and by the way, uh, Pat McAfee was trained by the great Rip Rogers, so he, he can he can go. Oh yeah, Pat. Mac- <laughs> Listen, Pat McAfee. If Pat McAfee was able to fully transition into wrestling, I'd give it a year and a half before he's holding a major title. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to leave it down as well. Um, it's, it's not as far down as Evan said it is. However, though, there's a lot more bad than good with what we're on this week. Right. Um, so and, and the fucking main event just literally pissed me the fuck off. So fuck crazy. That shit was horrible. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Evan, give me NXT. Uh, so, a couple of quick things that happened with NXT. Um, the Creed Brothers, which I think is starting to climb the ranks as one of the top tag teams in WWE, period, had a really good, solid opening match against Inofa, uh, Idris Enofa and Malik Blade. They retained their tag team championships. Um, the middle of the card was kind of eh. Um, then they had a match with Carmelo Hayes and Trick, Trick Williams defeating Troy Donovan and Channing Lorenzo. The reason why I'm bringing this up Troy Donovan was reportedly released from WWE due, due to a failed drug test before this episode of NXT aired. So he is not actually on the roster, but they had to air his match because it was recorded. So I thought that was a, a funny thing. The 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 Don of NXT, uh, Tony, uh, Tony D'Angelo, is starting to build a family, per se, and one of his family members got the boot because he was a drug user. Um, I don't know what happened. It is what it is. I'm not going to speculate on it. But the main event... Uh, was Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade, and Indy Hartwell defeating Toxic Attraction. Now, the reason why this match is important, Toxic Attraction hasn't really lost a lot lately. The fact that they lost to the person who has the, the contract to face Mandy Rose whenever and the tag team who could potentially beat uh, 
Gigi Dolan and um, what is her name? Uh, JC Jane, Jane uh, yeah. is is huge. But the big situation for this is Gigi Dolan got hurt, like legitimately hurt on the finish. Um, Cora Jade went up to the top, did like a little cannonball senton. I truly think uh, Gigi Dolan broke her collarbone. There hasn't been anything officially announced yet. But the moment it happens, you can hear Gigi Dolan screaming out in pain. They go to the finish real quick, and then the doc instantly checks on her. So So, so before you go, uh, so I'm not the biggest NXT fan. That's why Evan does the segments because he watches more than than me and Evan does. However, I did watch that match, and I did see the ending. I think she broke her collarbone. that, that That was a bad spot. It's a bad looking spot because she, she you're supposed to land a little more forward and she landed dead on her. So yeah, so she so so safe. so they, they didn't know what to do with it. Like they, 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 they got the tag and she and she just pinned her <laughs> because she got because she got hurt. So I mean it, it was it was a bad spot. I mean mm-hmm. for that. Right. Uh but no, so for that, I mean the, the most boring part of of uh um NXT is anytime Joe Gacy's on my screen with his little uh, cult following, that's a mm-hmm. knockoff of the Wyatt family. Get that off my screen. But the rest of it to me was a solid show. I enjoyed it all the way through. Um, I didn't like the Giovanni Vinci segment because Fabian Eichner was better than, in my opinion, than Giovanni Vinci is. And I think they should have took him with him when they went to the main roster for Imperium. That's neither here nor there. For me, NXT gets an up. I'm like, like Dre said, I'm pretty much the only one who watches the whole show, but I enjoyed it. I am enjoying NXT better more and more. Um, Wade Barrett on commentary is actually surprisingly okay. He I is like the other dude. Yeah. Wade I Barrett like Wade Barrett commentary. I I just like the characters that they have on NXT. They have Carmelo Hayes, who, in my opinion, is one of the best champions that that WWE has right now. Braun Breaker is a star. They have arguably the best young tag team I've seen in a long time in the Creed Brothers. They have the best women's faction of all time uh, because there's not very many, but Toxic Attraction is great. They're fantastic heels. Um, so it's just solid product. It gets a thumbs up from me. Um, I can't wait to see next week. And I like that they continuously are doing different themed episodes. So so a couple things before you go. So I, I, I know people like you two are not set, but make, make, make fun when I say people need to go to NXT. But look what it did to Mandy. Oh, it made Mandy a star. Mandy is Mandy. Mandy is ten times better in NXT than she ever was on the main yeah. roster, and it was fantastic mm-hmm. for her. The uh, problem so- is they're bringing people down who are good or good-ish that they're just trying to find stuff for. Which you need to send your bad people down to in to continue to get better. Mandy was a terrible person wrestling wise on the main roster. Goes down to NXT, she becomes a star. Why? Because they allow her to work on her character and not continuously force her into the spotlight. So other thing is yep. though you didn't you didn't uh, talk about uh Brian's uh Brian Breaker's uh um new challenger um for for, for his title. Oh yeah, Cameron Grimes. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I like oh, Cameron Grimes. Grimes is great. Grimes I thought his, his NXT North American title run was way too short, but that's because they realized they wanted to get the belt back on. They eventually want to get it on Solo Sikoa. Yeah. And a better match is going to be Solo against uh Carmelo Hayes, but Cameron Grimes I think this is how Braun comes to the main roster is Cameron Grimes takes the title. Truth be told. To the next the NXT moon. takeover, Cameron Grimes is going to end up somehow surprising and beating 
Braun Breaker, and then Braun Breaker will find his way onto Monday Night Raw or SmackDown like, the next the next. I like time. it. I like you, you need star power. Braun's a star, and Raw like definitely it. needs it. Braun against out, Braun so. against Roman just for a just for a segment, like even to get him in the same ring together. Braun being like, "Hey, I'm the big dog down there. You're the big dog up here. What's up?" Even though it won't be for anything important because Braun's, no. you know, they're already working an angle with Roman, but. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see it. It can work. It can work. You can make that work. All right. Evan, talk, talk, give me the good about Dynamite. Okay. AEW Dynamite. The good. Um, realistically, that Santana Ortiz or the, the Chris Jericho Ortiz match was not bad. Chris Jericho has the ability to do some stuff that a guy at his age shouldn't be doing. And I will always credit Jericho for being a guy who puts the business side of wrestling forward. He does everything he can to elevate himself and the people around him. And the Jericho Appreciation Society all of a sudden adding an old member, but a new member in the form of Sammy Guevara coming back is huge. Um, Will Ospreay, Dax Harwood, to me was a five-star. But it was so fucking good. Will Ospreay shows why he's a top 10 wrestler in the world. And I honestly am excited for Will Ospreay against Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door. I I watched the premiere of the Forbidden Door card and I got a I got a chub. I was like, these matches are dream fucking matches. Um, the other goods that I had, um, Miro. It was great to see Miro back and performing again. Um, again, a character that just is ten times better in AEW than he ever was in WWE. I'm God's champion. I've got a smoking hot wife. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> um, however, though, the best thing that happened that night, in my opinion, was the the main event, which was the ladder match between the Young Bucks and uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I am a big fan of the Young Bucks. I know Jay can't stand them. Um, but this match was great. Even without the Hardys, because Jeff is, you know, making some bad life choices. This was a solid, solid fucking match. And I'm not mad at the I'm not mad at the title change because we wanted to get the belts off Lucha or Jurassic Express. And this sets up something great because it sets up Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy because of the heel turn. I'm for it. You know, I only had realistically one down from this, and we'll talk about it later. Um, also Tony Storm beat Britt Baker. I was okay with that because she's projected to be the next champion. So all right, I'm gonna go. Uh, first and first, I have no downs. I'm gonna say right now, I have no downs for the show <laughs> at all. I'm sitting there, sitting there right now. Okay, first and first, the 20 and one handicap match. It was entertaining. It was it was entertaining. Listen to me. All right, let's, it was, spoiler, it, spoiler alert. That's my only down, and it's not even a real down. I'm just like yes. it wasn't great, but I understand why it happened. It was entertaining to me. You you make him you make him seem like a, this monster that can't that twenty people can't fuck up. <laughs> Good on him though for being able to deliver like thirty power bombs in a row. Right. That's a strength. <laughs> Right, and and, and then uh, yes, MMA people were coming out at the, at the end uh, to have Motley. Yo, it, it was it was entertaining. Like like you talk about sports entertainment, that was entertainment. Entertainment, okay. Uh, the ladder match, I know, I know, Jay not like the ladder match. It is what it is. I enjoyed the ladder match. I enjoyed what happened at the end of the ladder match. Even uh, the the concerto in front of his his peoples because I think his mom and his, his sister was there. 
Did you see uh, there was a TikTok about after the show cut where he like oh, yeah, he's talking like to that, the family? Yeah. He's like, You raised a bitch. Sister and his mom, yeah. Such good. It was so good. It was so good. That is Real Christian Cage is the best Christian Cage. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Meryl eat the eat the page. Another solid match. And and Meryl should have won and should have won at Dominic as he did. Okay. Uh Ortiz Jericho hair match was such 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 a good fucking match. It was a good match. Even even at the end, when he had to cut his own hair, blood and guts, blood and guts, blood and guts. That shit was good. Tony beating Britt leads up to Tony beating Tony getting that that championship, and he, he should get it. Will Ospreay and Dash was a fucking fantastic match, and the match that the the segment that I really love, the IWGP segment. When he, when he popped Hangman in the head and said, oh, Adam, you, you don't get it just either. Fuck you, too. <laughs> he basically said, fuck you, too, Adam. <laughs> like, like, so, yeah, my goodness. So, so I, I listen, I don't have a bad. Was it the best show of all time? No. But Do we know who's going to be facing Jay White? No, not yet. I, I, never I, said. I, I, I'm speculating it probably will be a, 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 a three-way match, a three-way uh, triple that match. Between uh between all of them, yeah. Yeah. All right, Jay, give me a good. All right, uh, Dax Harwood, Will Osprey. I was expecting a five star pro wrestling match, and that's what I absolutely got. The fans were in it from bell to bell. I was in it from bell to bell. Two decorated wrestlers going head to head. I that should have been. If they would have put that on the Forbidden Door card, I'd be happy as well, you know, even as a rematch. But it was good. Uh, they were selling the hell out of those chops, man. If you remember those, they was doing those chops, throwing, I'm talking shades of Wahoo McDaniel and Black Jack Mulligan type chops, man. Those things was hard. <laughs> Five-star quality match all the way around, and I'm pretty sure Dave Meltzer is going to, if he hasn't already, that's that's five-star match. Let's take a look. I'm pretty sure it's five star match all the way around. If if he did get it, if it's out already, if it's not, it should be close. I'll take a look. All right, if it's not, uh, Miro Ethan Page. Uh, I like Miro winning. I think Miro should win that belt. Um, he gives the best shot. Britt Baker, Tony Storm. Like I said, it was a good TV match. He had the number two and number four contenders. On that uh, top contenders list, uh, Tony Storm beats Baker clean, which is good. It's a good win for Storm. It doesn't hurt Britt Baker at all. I think Tony Storm should be the next AEW Women's Champion, especially for some speculations on what happened last week with Thunder Rosa for her sandbagging or her accused of sandbagging uh, wrestlers in the ring. So I don't think she's too well liked or getting some heat in the locker room area for that Wait, what's going what's going on with that uh it, it was it was said that um she in the match against last week against uh marina shafir that she was uh that she was noted for sandbagging marina shafir meaning not not working with her properly and the match was bad all the way around in general but just being uh Is it similar to the idea of like no selling yeah uh no no selling uh not doing some of the moves properly uh making the other person look bad so to speak uh 
Eva, was it? I think Eva Lee. I believe Eva Lee, who also was in a match, AEW television match, uh, either last year or a year before with Thunder Rosa, and that was a what people thought was a shoot slash. Uh, they wasn't sure if it was a shoot or work match, but uh, she was accused of sandbagging, and also she tweeted out, "See what happens when it." you know, when you sandbag somebody and supposedly Britt Baker liked the, or retweeted the comment. Uh, so I'm not so, saying it is true, but uh, it might be some truth to it that uh, Thunder Rosa, even though she, she has shown her displeasure for her being booked lately. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be some animosity there that contributes to her sandbagging opponents, making them look bad. Or just giving extra struggle. So, but so yeah. I, so I definitely did say that you know, last week that Stunthorne Rosa talked at me about how she was booked, um, and she's not like how she's booked. So I understand because I, I didn't, I didn't read that, but but I'm not saying I'm not saying it's wrong. But then I didn't read about the same back in. But it makes sense. It, it yeah. makes sense. She she's pissed off. Like Stunthorne Rosa is actually really pissed off because after the last PBD. She was only on 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 uh, twice, I think. She was on on on, on air twice, uh, and the 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 show after PPV, she was on there at all, and she was mad about that. So 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 I do I do understand that. I do understand. Oh yeah, that that that's um, that's big. Actually, let's see, be one of the um. Puts on actually Thunder Rosa, and today she shows a picture on Twitter, maybe a couple of days ago, of her uh, shaking hands with uh, Marina Shafir, and also putting on Twitter that uh, today we take responsibility and work on being better. Today, at the end, because at the end of the day, we break bread. Two mothers navigating a world in where we both never end, uh, never ending learners. And I guess that was her uh, response to the sandbagging thing. So we're not sure if it's true or if it's not true. She just said that she's pretty much saying that she's not. She didn't sandbag. But there seems to be some animosity there in that locker room area, especially with the the AEW Women's Championship. So this is going to be interesting to see. Um if Tony Storm does take that title, you know. There is there's a lot of speculation too that people aren't happy with Jade Cargill's pushing because they feel like she's beating some really good candidates instead of spreading the wealth around. And it was kind of the same thing that happened towards the end of Britt Baker's title reign, where she was just beating everybody. So it'll be interesting to see how the women's division moves forward because they have the strongest women. They have the stronger women's division, in my opinion. But at the same time, they're treating it like how WWE treats their men's division right now. Now, now, here's a question for you guys. So, do you agree with my idea for Sasha Banks to come a year later rather than now, given all of the stuff that's happening that we're that we're listening to that we think is happening in the AEW women's locker room? I have, have been in agreement with like you from Sasha. the beginning. Yeah. That we'll said, yeah. time. No, but you we'll, said you we'll, said six months, Dre. You said you said like yeah, six months. I'm so talking like a year. year. Yeah, I, 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 I think a year is too. Listen, I think a year is too long. I I'll meet you right in the middle, and I'll say nine months. Six, like six, 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 six given, eight months. Yeah, eight, yeah. Okay. Yep. 
eight months. Eight months then. No, yeah, I'm saying yeah, because given that AEW women's locker room, when somebody as big as Shasa comes in, because I don't think they've seen anybody that has the star power and the following like Sasha Banks has. The closest was that definitely, in my opinion, was Athena. Yeah. Because of the fact that she was a WWE product, Deanna Peraza was pretty big because she was the guy, she was the girl in Impact. But no one will have the yeah. quality of a future Hall of Famer in WWE like Sasha Banks. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so, so yeah. So maybe I don't think it's a year, nine months, six to nine months, maybe. Uh, de- definitely. Um, all right. Uh, I already said I don't have any bats. Uh, Jay, give me a bat. Okay. Um, I didn't care for the Wardlow twenty on one thing. I I I was expecting. Uh. AEW has about 300 people on roster. I might be exaggerating here. They could have gotten 20 job guys from the YouTube show to come in and do this rather than 20 security. Even though security guards are probably wrestling students. and They are all wrestling students because they yeah. are all named in the thing that I have that shows yeah. the, the who exactly. the people were. <laughs> but but they, have, they have about 20 on actual – Rather, uh, about 300 wrestlers they could have used to actually put in this match that I would have rather see, even if they are job guys. But just the, the whole security thing kind of took me off uh, off guard because I wasn't expecting that. Um, that was typical Tony Khan fantasy booking right there. <laughs> that was something that he wanted to see, to be honest with you. Um, the Young Bucks... Jurassic Express match. The I'm okay. You're happy because okay. the titles are gone, but you're mad. I'm okay for. because now we get to see Jungle Boy become elevated just a little bit more because out of the four pillars, well, I, I'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, the 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 latter match was just your typical young bucks match. We've seen it all before the road warrior bucks. They do high spots off ladders. They fall, they get back up, no injury power back up move after move after move. We've seen it. We've seen it. I I think uh, Matt broke his nose. I think something like that. Yeah, but we've seen it. It happens. That happens when you do the, when you, when you get in the ladder matches every two weeks, what's the last, the last, They use ladder matches against the Hardy Boys. We've seen it. We've seen all of it. And I, they have the worst finisher in the history of often. That BTE trigger sucks. I don't care. You could be a fan all you want. That that's the worst move ever. And I think they do it to bury their play, to bury their their opponents because they know it's shit. Ever <laughs> ever strong. It, it's a bad move. I, I'm giving you that. No, it's a bad ever? move. Ever is strong. That's a strong statement. That's a strong statement. It's a bad move, but it's not. It's one of the worst finishers. It's it's one of the it's one of the worst finishers ever. I'll put it that way. It's the the worst tag finisher. I put it as one of the worst tag finishers ever. The BTE trigger. Yes, it is. It it doesn't look convincing at all. It looks weak, and you got to sit there and you have to sell it. Real, real quick before we move on, I just saw a meme on Insta on Facebook that has to do with WWE that I had to share. It says it's Matt Stryker when he's the the teacher thing, and it says Vince paid more money for sex than he did for ECW. 
Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh god, Jesus. All right, I just had to bring Bag. that up. Oh. ECW. Way to, way to knock ECW, guys. There you go. Way to knock ECW, though. <laughs> that, that's all good. Which, well, I mean, that is true. I mean, how much did he buy uh, ECW for? <laughs> Pennies on the dollar. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. cheeseburger, <laughs> right? That's what he, that's what he got I'll give me for. a cheeseburger. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but we do get, at least we do get, we do get, um, uh, well, we do get Christian as heel. Heel Christian is the best heel. Heel Christian is this the best Christian. And at least we get him in Jungle Boy. And um, I will say this. Out of the four pillars, the only – so who the, – the four pillars is MJF, Sammy, uh, Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy Britt and Britt Baker. Out of those four – no, it's uh, Darby Allen. I don't think Brick Baker's on there. I'm pretty sure it should Brick be, Baker's it should be Brick Baker, but Darby Allen's on there. It's Darby Allen, I believe. Out of the four pillars, two of them, would you say from the time they started? So these were the ones that started there three years ago. Oh, Only yeah, I guess yeah, the pillars are all men. So, But Brick Baker should be on there. She should be the fifth one, honestly, because out of them – including Britt Baker, two of them of the other ones have only improved greatly. The rest of them have stalemated. MJF... They still made it. I, I think... I, I, I think, personally, I think Darby Allen did not become as big as he should be right at this point. Compared to the other ones. Compared to, compared to MJF, who skyrocketed. I'm talking about from the time they started. Okay. Completely skyrocket. His stock has skyrocketed. Sammy Guevara uh, has skyrocketed with multiple title runs for TBS title or whatever, or just big matches in general. Uh, Darby Allen has had some matches. They attached him to Sting. He's had some matches, but him by himself, he really hasn't rose to the stock on the level on high, high thought, at least not yet. But the lowest one on that totem pole is... Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is not any more over than where he started. I agree. I think Jungle Boy should have had at least a singles, like a solos title run, like TNT champion, or or at least even a world title run. And, and that's why I wasn't so big on Jurassic Express. It's not because of... Uh, it's because I feel like they had to... They were... They were they, they felt like they didn't know what to do with them. I don't know if they didn't want to do it, so they just tagged them on with Luchasaurus, who I'm really not a fan of. I mean, he can do these big guy, he could do the moves, but that's it. But he's not one of the ones that you want to really push. And I think this actually is a chance for Jungle Boy to get that push uh, against Christian, who's really going to elevate him. I think. And that's my bad. Go ahead, Evan. You're back. Um, the only, like I said, the the Wardlow a the Wardlow versus the Plaintiffs match wasn't the greatest thing in the world to me. It was entertaining, yes. The real bad I have for this is y'all see how bad you have former UFC champion Matt Hughes looked afterwards. Um, I looked into it, and it's because apparently he he was supposed to die. Um, wow, his his truck got hit by a train, and he survived. 
He was in a coma for 19 days and he survived. So there was a lot of like a lot of call like concern and stuff about his appearance. So I was like, why is why does he look yeah, cause so I was bad? looking, yeah, because I was looking, I was like, and he, he looked like he had a bit of a like, the way he was walking. It looked like you, I was like, uh, did he get into an accident or, or was yeah, he injured? Yeah, apparently or he had like, one of sure. the worst brain injuries you could have, and he survived. Wow. So the fact that they put him on TV, I was like, are you sure that's the right move here? Because he doesn't look great, and I don't know if that's the picture you want to paint of him because he's, you know, he survived something that he shouldn't have survived. I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm pretty sure that he asked for that though. I'm, I'm sure he did, I'm, and I'm, I'm glad too. If, so, if he's, and, if he's and, okay, and, he's okay, yeah. and I'm glad they did. Yeah, if, if he asked for that, then, me. If, if he asked for that, then it's not really up to me. Not me. If he asked for that, then it's not really on AEW. For that. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But no, I mean, that was pretty much my only bad. The rest of the show was great to me. All right, Evan, up and down. Uh, it gets a fantastic up. Like I said, even though the Wardlow... Uh, the Wardlow plaintiffs match was weird. Um, kudos to Wardlow for being able to powerbomb 20 people at least while doing probably 30 total powerbombs. Um, it was good. So uh, I give it a thumbs. Yep. All right. Um, Jay. Uh, well, even though I'm, I I didn't particularly care for the Wardlow thing, even though that's not Wardlow's fault, uh, I thought the hair versus hair match was so-so. You know, it still wasn't because you kind of figured I, I kind of knew that Jericho wasn't going to cut his hair at all. Uh, but the Dax uh, Will Ospreay match, man, was good enough, very good enough for me to give a thumbs up. I will give it a thumbs up as well. Like I said, I, don't, I didn't have a, a bat for this. For this. I, I was entertained all the way through. Uh, so uh, I will give it a, a big old thumbs up. Now, <laughs> spoiler alert, this next fucking show, I'm giving the big-ass thumb down. I'm giving the big-ass thumb down, and I'm going to go first with the good, okay? We're talking about SmackDown, okay? We're talking about SmackDown. All my, I have three goods, and none of them are really truly matches. <laughs> none of them are truly, truly matches. <laughs> Except for one. Roman Riddle was actually a good match. It was actually a good match, so I'm going to give... A good match, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give that match the good. We'll talk about that shit right <laughs> next soon. Pat McAfee comments on Happy Corman. <laughs> What's fucking a mess? Listen. Listen. Oh, <laughs> so my God. Good. Pat McAfee is the best oh, working right now. Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee laughed him out of the building. That shit was funny as hell. I thought that shit was great. All right. And my and he last does his research because kudos to Pat McAfee for knowing the chant for the Minnesota Golden mm-hmm. Gophers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat, and um, my last good, not the match itself, but I'm a I'm starting to I'm starting to be a fan of, of fucking goofy wrestling. I'm sorry. It, it is it is. I will be entertained. SmackDown is not giving me the matches that I want anyway. So I'm being entertained. Shanky dancing was fucking funny to me. <laughs> Shanky <laughs> Shanky dancing is funny oh, to me. So Shanky dancing, listen, listen. Even though, again, again, I do want to put this out and call me what you call me. Uh, uh, I guess race better if you want, but they do. WWE have make people of color keep dancing. Oh yeah, they're good. <laughs> yeah, they make they're people of color keep that. dancing. You know the 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 one person of, of color that they made dance that I missed was Rich Swan, but I know why he's gone. Mm-hmm. 
I loved when Rich Swan danced because I was like, because he actually was a decent dancer. Yeah, he was actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but but listen, almost every person right, of color is somebody called my mama. Yeah, so if you're a person of color, you're a person of color, you might have to dance when you get to the, the main. And roster. hopefully that changes with Vince being out of power. Hopefully. hopefully. I thought it was so. I saw another meme earlier in the show, but I let it slide until we got to another rest WWE topic. It's tr- it's a uh, Stephanie sitting in a chair, and it's like, so Paul, what can I do for you? And he's like, I want one thing, and it's NXT. <laughs> he's like, I want NXT <laughs> back. Give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah. All right, uh, Evan, you're good. Uh, so realistically, I had two goods um, for this, like, or I had like two and a half. The Pat McAfee segment where he laughed Corbin out of the arena is great. The match itself was dumb. I couldn't stand the match because I can't stand this feud. Um, but Pat McAfee makes everything fantastic. Literally, Pat McAfee is that thing you can add. He's like T-Pain on a feature. Add him to it, and it works. Um, the Roman Reigns riddle match was great. Um, and say what you want to say, Dre. I enjoyed Brock Lesnar returning. Yeah. Even though I can't, even though I, even though I don't want another Brock Roman match, Brock Lesnar is like Steph Curry. Anytime Brock Lesnar comes back, the game changes. And I'll tell Dre, I'll repeat that for Dre. Dre, I said it. Brock Lesnar is like Steph Curry. Whenever you feel like it's starting to get out of reach or you're trying to make a comeback, all of a sudden Brock Lesnar shows up. Hey, we're not out of this yet. <laughs> um, I also enjoyed Raquel Rodriguez um, beating Sha- uh, Shayna Baszler to qualify for the Women's Money in the Bank. They are trying to make Raquel into a star because she's strong and she's tall and she's big, and I think they're doing it the right way. She came in. Her first match was against Ronda. She lost. She came back. She bounced back with a win, and then she beat Shayna, who's a former champion. I think they're doing it right. So those were my goods. Yes, I said it. Brock Lesnar was a good because at this point in time, they've made me like Brock Lesnar just because I hate Roman Reigns that much. Jay, it's on you. Uh, I'm going to start off with you guys. I'm in agreement. Uh, I like the Pat McAfee segments. Like we're going to get a program with Pat McAfee and uh, Happy Corbin. Uh, it looks like pretty much it's it, it's coming. The way he got laughed out the building and Corbin's look, he actually had a serious look on his face. Uh, he's going to get his Corbin. beat down. He's bum ass Corbin is going to get his beat down uh, on McAfee at some point in time, probably either next week or this coming up Friday or something. You it know what's coming. I wish they would have kept the uh, the end of days unkicked out of. And tell Pat McAfee to let Pat McAfee be the first person to kick out of it. There you go. I'm with that one. I'm with it. Uh, the Gunther segment was good. Uh, I like Ludwig talking for him, doing the talking. Uh, looks like they're going to go with that foreign monster angle, which is it's a no-brainer. It's an automatic win anytime you go with that monster, uh, that foreign monster angle. Uh, Riddle Roman, like I said, that was a good match. That was a good main event match. It wasn't a pose down. So I think they learned their lesson from Raw. Don't do the pose down <laughs> to end the fucking thing. Do the match. There you go. And for 657 days, your tribal chief is still Ooh. the undisputed universal champion. Ooh. Honestly, but think about it. This is the first what? This is the first title 
match that he had since WrestleMania. This was the first defense of the unificated yeah. title. Of the unificated title, the unificated title since WrestleMania. Or unified, so, that's the word. Yeah, unified. They need to create one belt, though. They do. I, I liked how they had a promo or something way back when where it was half the belt was blue, half the belt was black, and it was like, hey, this is both of them. Or just bring back the WWE Undisputed Championship. Yeah, just bring that back. I miss solid gold, black and gold. Like, I miss the solid yeah. black and gold. Bring it back. It like, I was gold, pissed man. off. I found out in WWE 2K22, they took out the World Heavyweight Championship, the all-gold boy. Oh, the big belt. The big belt. Yeah, they have the NWO versions in the game, but you can't put the regular oh, you, you World Heavyweight Champion on somebody. Belt. I'm like, oh, you're you can't get the big stupid. gold belt. That sucks. That's yeah. the best belt. That was the best belt, other than the undisputed WWE belt that Jericho won. Oh, man. And then we get the Beast Incarnate. Brock Lesnar comes back. Suplex City in Minneapolis. Dre, it doesn't get any better than that. Because you know why? We are going to get Reigns versus Brock 20. That's what we're going to get. (laughs) And at this point in time, I'm okay with it. Because until you bring me someone who's going to take the strap off Roman, I don't mind the fights that Brock and Roman have. I don't do think. Do you think that they would actually uh, give Brock that win clean no. this time? I don't no. think so. No, no, of course not. Roman's going to hold it until the old, the person who's going to take it is going to be Drew at the castle. At least that's how they're building it up. So, all right. Okay, all right. Because I wasn't going to start with the bad. <laughs> I wasn't going to go first with the bad, but I'm, I'm going to go first. Okay. <laughs> First things first, with the bad for SmackDown. One, Miss McMahon coming out was not a good look. I want to say that terrible. Oh, my God. Terrible. terrible. Fucking look. It was he a thought terrible he was a baby face coming out there, too. No, 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 no. And his speculations. That, that it That's was, what I'm saying. Uh, he thought he no, thought no, 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 no. No, what it means is speculate that, that that crowd noise was, oh, yeah. uh, wasn't authentic. Yeah, that was fake. Simulated, yeah, absolutely. It was fake. crowd noise. Yeah, so... <laughs> Because there, there, there's a lot of booze I heard as well. Yeah, uh, with, with that shit as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, Vince Command coming out was the bad, a, a horrible look of the WWE part. That shouldn't have never fucking happened. What, what, no. What's her? What, what's her? No chance. I said you gotta be fucking kidding me. Also, also there's somebody else coming out, but but oh my god, that shit was that shit was bad. That shit was bad. Um, Mad Cat Moss versus Happy Corbin gets a bat. Because it was supposed to be the last match supposed to be the last match they had. This was this this should never happen. And again, I'm a big Mad Cat Moss fan, but he gotta change that fucking that punchline shit is not a good fucking finisher. <laughs> All right. Viking Raiders. They said they're supposed to come to this week. Now it's next week. It, they, they're doing the same shit they did with somebody. All right. And again, still, why are they coming? They already been there. Yeah, why are they coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like... Ra- Raquel, where are you guys? And Shayna gets the bat for me. Not the fact that Raquel won. I, I like Raquel winning. That match has so many damn botches. It, oh my god, it was it was a, a horrible match. I like both. Actually, I said Shayna should get a, a push. I, I, I said multiple times. I think Shayna should get a push. I think Raquel should get a push. That match was horrible. That match was bad. The Max Dupree segment was bad. 
because speculation is that they don't really have anybody for him to bring out. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so they they are uh, they are uh, waiting till next week to see if they get to bring somebody. Uh, the people think it's Cesaro. I'm not sure, but it is what it is. <sighs> Last but not least, Brock coming back is bad for me. All right, here's why. First things first, I want to say that I understand coming back though. Randy's damn near is, is either going to be done or, or almost close to done with his back. He had surgery uh, on his back. Um, they said it was a good recovery. I mean, it was good, um, but his recovery time is iffy. They don't know. So he's going to come back. So, and it was probably Randy versus Roman at SummerSlam. Yep. So I understand that. I understand why they brought Brock back because there's nobody else you could you could do that with, and you have to put Brock, you have to put Roman at SummerSlam as, the, as one of the four shows. You have to. Yeah. yeah but it's be part of the but it's Brock again. They 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 publicized that that was supposed to be the last WrestleMania was supposed to be the last fucking match that, that Brock and fucking <laughs> Roman had. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said. This was the, the last match. End it all, the right? Yep. It all. Listen, this would be the last damn match. I don't <laughs> want to see Brock Roman twenty. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I, I don't give a damn what the simulation is. We, we already had every. We, they had they had him at Hell in a Cell. They had a. Uh, they had an, um three of them at, at, at WrestleMania. All right, yeah. they, they had they had every single match. Period. I don't give a fuck about last man standing match at all. I don't. I don't, but but then again, what if what if it's only to set up potentially heist of the century too, and so it's for Seth Rollins to be able to cash in in the middle of it? No, I don't want to say either though, because it happened already. He cashed in on Brock, yeah. People love that nostalgia shit. Keep doing the same shit. I want to see something new. I want to see something new. But me, me personally. Um, however, though, I do want to say this though that. The reason why they have to do this is because in the WWE fault, because they have no fucking stars. This would be the perfect time for Braun Strowman or fucking the Fiend or someone to to to, to, to be to be pushed. But this is this is WWE fault because they they, they put themselves in a fucking corner, and, and, it's, and it's bad. And it, 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 it's not Brock's fault. I actually like Cowboy Brock. I do. I actually like how he's, he's entertaining as shit. And he, and he learned how to talk. All those years with uh, with, with, uh, with Paul, he learned how to talk. I love Cowboy Brock. This is not Brock Lesnar's fault. I want to make sure that it's clear. This is a WWE Oh, yeah. Fault. Creative, man. Yeah, there. this, this yeah. is their fault. Okay? All right. Um, Evan, give me a bet. Uh, my bad was uh, the the New Day Jinder Mahal match wasn't great. Um, they are talking about a Money in the Bank women's qualifier match next week between Aaliyah and Shotzi. And the dark match for tonight was Aaliyah and Shotzi. Like, why would I hate that they do this? I hate that they advertise mm-hmm. a match the next week. But the people who were in attendance saw the match already. Your dark matches should be shit you're never going to show on TV. So it's going to be like, oh, we got Omas versus Veer Mahan. 
or you know, we got Rey Mysterio takes on Pat McAfee or some shit like that. Stuff you're not going to put on TV should be your dark matches. Your dream match is yeah. definitely Veer Mahan and, uh, and almost. You said that shit at least for, at least every every week. If I had if I had to book a monster versus monster, I'm not putting no monster. I'm putting no, I'm putting Veer against Walter or Gunther. No, I mean, I understand that, but you literally said that at least four times. It's just names uh, that pop up when we're talking about that because they're names weird. Like, they're just names I pull out my ass. Um, now, with that being said, four matches for a two-hour show? One thing WWE does that I'm fucking sick and goddamn tired of. I saw what happened last week. I don't need a replay every 45 seconds. Oh, here's what happened a week ago. Here's what happened two weeks ago. A week ago, a week ago, like I'm done with it. Like, cool, mention it before the match. Don't talk about it again. I don't need to see two separate replays what happened during the first match. I don't need to see two separate replays what happened last week between in this of the same match. It's just WWE has this habit of overproducing things because they don't have enough talent to make more matches. Oh, the rest of the show sucked. Uh, there were some bright spots, but the rest of the show was not good. Go ahead, Jay. All right. Uh, the last laugh match was definitely horrible. That was the the last match. The blow-off match was the no-holds-barred match, which is wrestling-wise, booking-wise, supposed to be the most violent, brutal match you can possibly do for a grudge match with your opponent. Right, you you send your opponent to the hospital as payback for what he did to you. End of story. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. SummerSlam, Brock versus Reigns. That was SummerSlam 2050. 2050. There you go. And there's still main event. <laughs> Listen, WWE does have a habit of that though, because they advertised John Cena Rock as once in a lifetime, and then it was actually twice in a lifetime. Yeah, they think people forget. <laughs> How you gonna forget a month ago? <laughs> it was in, a w- fucking WWE eyes. In WWE eyes, they think people forget. Man, they don't. We don't mention it. It never happened. That's their logic. Uh, Vince McMahon coming out was definitely a bad move too. Like I said, that was bad in his mind. Given, uh, given what we see in 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 his psychology he comes out thinking he's the baby face actually by coming out and giving that uh bullshit uh rah-rah speech you know now here now forever and let's focus on together and all that stuff like that like the fans aren't buying that Vince. come on man this is not this is not the montreal screw job the brett screwed brett type thing this is a little bit more serious than that but uh the fans aren't buying it <laughs> bad move from the start and but nobody can tell him no because nobody's going to tell him no in the back so it is what it is uh the rest of the show really wasn't all that good but those were the two that uh kind of stood out for me as like really bad all right time for ups and downs i'm gonna go first i rarely do this i rarely do this but this getting a and I'll copy up for Evan. This get a, a middle finger down. <laughs> this, this gets a middle finger down. This gets a big fuck you because Vince, Vince, the Vince segment was a big fuck you. Brock coming back again, not Brock's fault, 
But it's but, a big fuck you. But it's a big fuck you to the fans. Mm-hmm. It's a big fuck you to the fans. I, again, again, I want to make sure people listening. And who I've been getting more more listeners, by the way. But if you're listening, this is not Brock's fault. This is hey. WWE's fault. So big fuck you to that show and, and a big fuck you to WWE. All right, Jay. Uh I'm gonna give it a thumbs down as well. Uh I'm I don't like Brock being there. Like I said, I'm with you, it's not his fault. He they they put him at number 30 in the rumble and he won the rumble. You're gonna see him enter into the money in the bank ladder match and win the money in the bank ladder match. No, 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 no. Okay, so Brock Lesnar, you're sorry. Mr. Money in the Bank. Sorry, sorry. First and first, uh, I've got to say this as well on my on my segment about Brock Lesnar. Another reason this is a bad because this is a SummerSlam match. This is a SummerSlam match. So this this, this means that it's not going to be at Money in the Bank. This this is a sunny SummerSlam. That means that there's no Roman or or a title match at Money in the Bank. I guarantee you, this ends up getting put on Money in the Bank. No, no, no. It, oh, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. It's 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 a SummerSlam match. Look it up. This is a SummerSlam match. That means this is no, all. Wait, they already booked this as a SummerSlam thing. Uh, to book that as a SummerSlam right, so, match. So that means, so that, so that, means that yeah. all right, whoever wins, either Brock wins the Money in the Bank. He, he's or, not gonna be a Money in the Bank if he if he's already booked to get a championship match. He they're not gonna put him Money in the Bank. Also, he already did it. He already did that that surprise entry before winning Money in the Bank. He didn't wrestle the whole time. And they came out and then won the whole thing because somebody got injured. Remember, he, he, he did it before. So then they're not going to be able to get Oh, yeah. WWE has announced after SmackDown that yeah. it'll be Roman versus Brock in a last man standing match. At SummerSlam. At SummerSlam. Brock won't, Brock, Brock won't be. For the title him. or is it just grudge match? No, for, for the, the title. title. For the title. All right. So. Yeah, it's for the title. All right. Well, at least, at least you know that well, we won't get Brock in the money. Because... Huh. Okay. I still push for Seth winning money in the bank right now. Or Elias. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, so it's, it's, a, it's a down for me. It's a down for Jay, Evan. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a it's a sweep of downs. Um, listen, WWE, you're getting beat by the JV shows in terms of creativity. Why? Because the JV roster is 55 times bigger. There's a guy down there by the name of Chase who runs a fan foundation called Chase U, who's more over with the fans than half of your fucking wrestlers on the main roster. So uh, it's a fat finger down for me. Um, WWE, there's change on the horizon. It is always darkest before the dawn, to quote the Dark Knight. Um, and the dawn is Vince McMahon being forcefully removed eventually from WWE and someone else stepping in. Hopefully. Um, all right, with that being said, Evan, give me a good for Rampage. Um, I this is a rarity for me, but the entire show was good. Um, I even enjoyed the Max Caster and the Ass Boys against the Bear Country with the little little Bear Cub, um, Leon Ruffin, because of the fact that Max Caster's rap before the show, talking about how St. Louis is the murder capital, talking about signing an NDA, all this stuff, it's working. It's so good. He, in my opinion, is the is top three on the mic in AEW right now. Because of his ability to to do it in the rap form and make it realistic, you know, it goes for me. It goes MJF, 
then it goes Dan Lambert. Because the shit Dan Lambert gets away with saying is fantastic. And then it's it's Max Caster. But the whole show for me was great. Um, the best match of the night was uh, Mox and Dante Martin. Because Dante Martin is continuing to improve. Dante Martin needs to be in the TNT title picture. They need to transition him away from being a tag team guy and just strictly being a solo dude. He's got it. He's what Montez Ford is to me in a, in for AEW. Um, Montez Ford, it, it, uh, it, it's uh, Dante Martin and Hook are the closest to what I what I would call the Montez Fords of AEW. Um, the match with Mox was great. I'd give it probably a four star match. It's arguably the best one they've had so far. Um, Jade Cargill and Willow Nightingale wasn't a terrible match for once. Willow is a talented wrestler who shouldn't be just a pushover. And it took Jade a little bit of time. It was almost a five-minute match, which is longer than what Jade's normally used to. So, And then that Bobby Fish, Darby Allen match with the Sting returning segment is was good. So overall, whole show of Rampage, great to me. Not great, but good. I you know Out of a five-star program, it's probably a three-and-a-half. But it's good. All right, I'll go. Uh, let's, let's, let's go with the rap. The rap was hilarious. I, I laughed. I, I laughed. I laughed. I did laugh hard. All right. Uh, those two groups together, that chemistry is fucking amazing. That is, it's surprising. When I first saw it, no, put it, it works. together, I was like, it, it wasn't going to work. It works. Mm-hmm. And you, works got Billy, well. you got Billy, with Billy Gunn, uh, mm-hmm. you know, managing the whole thing. It, it yeah. works. It worked. And, and shout out to Billy Gunn too. Billy Gunn's damn it. Uh, I don't know how old he is, but 60. he is. Oh, he's sixty. He, he is. He looks league. great for how old. Oh he my is. goodness, he's in the great shape. All right. I believe Billy Gunn's sixty. Yeah, but he's he's, uh-huh. he's ripped for sixty. Yo. I agree with Evan. Moxie Martin was actually a good match. Martin needs that signature win though to solidify him as as uh, being pushed being pushed. It, it's, not, well, it's, not, it's not doing Moxley, though. You, you cannot, he's not beating Moxley. However, but you guys remember that match where, where Dante Martin had that really good match against Kenny Omega? Yeah. And that's where people started realizing who Dante Martin was? I think he, he needs it. Like you said, he needs a win over someone like that. Now he needs Moxley being pushed to the moon right now. Mm-hmm. But even like a win over somebody like Adam Page mm-hmm. or somebody like an upset win over Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Put him up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Bobby Fish. So here's the thing. I said, I, I definitely did say that for WWE, if there's a small package win, it gets it down. I am not giving this a down, even though it was a small package win. Because you don't see small package wins a lot in AEW. You see, on Raw, there was three small package wins and one count out. <laughs> and one count out. <laughs> So, so this was a fantastic match overall, and plus, I'm not gonna lie. I listen, uh, not Bobby Fish. Uh, what's, what's his partner name? Um, Kyle Riley. Uh, Kyle Riley. Kyle Riley sold the shit out of Nussack. <laughs> he so yo, he so he sold the shit. Out. Yo, the acting for that was fucking amazing. Because again, you you can tell that there wasn't really a, wasn't really a Nussack, but but how Kyle sold it was fucking great. All right, so the whole overall segment was was good. However, though, that's my only good for the show. Jay's on you. All right, uh, 
me and Evan are twinning uh, again. I think this was the better AEW show of the week, and uh, I actually had no bads uh, on this show. All the matches were pretty solid, good matches for me. Uh, Mox, Dante Martin, uh, Evan, I agree with you. Uh, I see uh, I see some shades of Montez Ford as far as like when Montez Ford came in as his, as his um, metrics are concerned. He does He will add some muscle to him. But I also see some shades of ricochet in there as well. With uh, with uh that's Martin. a real that's a really good fucking comparison. He's Montez Ford ricochet type because the ricochet ability to move on the ropes and yeah. and all that stuff. Like if ricochet were to ever leave a WWE, which he should, I would love to see a tag team like to, for him to replace Darius Martin with Dante. That would be a tag team I could get behind. We like, said this just, call him, we just have them be week. top flight. But Absolutely. we said this last week. I know we did, but listen, that's the only way I want Dante to stay a tag team wrestler is if he partners up with Ricochet. Other than that, I want him as a solo guy. Other than that, yeah. But he, he, you can see he's working on his, he's been working. He's working on his, uh, he's working on his personality, his facial expressions in the ring is getting better. And uh, I think it's about that time. He's getting competitive matches, you know, he's losing, but it's still competitive. He's getting competitive with top guys. But I think you're right. I think it's time for him to get that one win uh, against a uh, a really good name in AEW. Um, did he either like a Kyle O'Reilly right now, or 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 Bobby Fish, or um, I agree. You know, that the, the next time they Mick have Nick a tournament, guy. yeah. The next time they have a tournament, I think Dante Martin needs to be in it. And I think he needs to go oh, pretty absolutely. deep into yeah. that tournament. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I like the the acclaim. Uh, I've always said I was a big fan of the acclaim. Uh, their energy, the Gun Club, in in Max Caster in particular. I don't know who this Gun Club is. I do know the Ass Boys. Oh, the Ass Boys. I like that. I like. I like that. Last week when they came out and they first started calling themselves the Ass Boys. I thought Anthony Bowens said "yes, boy," which was I thought was a shot at the uh, the pretty deadly tag team in NXT, and I was like, "Oh shit, did he just shots fire?" But then I realized they're calling him "ass boy," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, but I do like I do like their chemistry. I'm agree with Dre. This I like their chemistry. Now, Dre, now hear me out, and Evan, hear me out. If we can get a chance to book that right with Billy Gunn at the head of the whole thing, they are giving me some serious new age DX vibes, man. They could be like that new generation. At least DX. they're the new new age outlaws for sure. Or at least new age outlaws, at least. Because so, but they, in they my opinion, that... you have to get rid of Anthony. You have to get rid of Anthony Bowens there. I think he's the one. Yeah, I think he would be the odd he would be the odd stable. man out. Yes. Yeah, he so, would be the odd man out. So this this function right here, I'm, and they don't have a name yet, but this function right here will be great for a surprising when that when that when those triple triple bus come out because they are coming. Man, I, I know I know Jada. Well, there, there's only two coming. trios right now, and that's yeah. So that's so, uh, House, House of Black, Black and Death Triangle. So they need and, more and trios. These, and and this right here will be a surprisingly good first fucking function to put on. For, for those trios belts yeah. to me. Surprise, like, like it would be surprised, it would be out, out of left field, 
because everybody thinks that it will be House of Black or or, or well, I guess we can put the Jericho Appreciation Society in there too. Yeah. Or, 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 you or, could put 2.0 and Daniel Garcia technically. So so yeah, so that that right there, these these this function, whatever we're calling them right now, I personally think to just to, to mix some shit up should be the first first uh function to get choke trio title. The cast oh, yeah. boys. Get it? Because Anthony they, Cast heard. <laughs> No, I, I was just saying that was actually in my notes to make them a trio and uh, give them some push, man, because they're young. They have the energy uh, that that demo that they're targeting is really like into them. So I think they're, they're targeting those, really those late teens, early adults. Yeah. With with the hip hop stuff, with talking about asses and shit like the the comedy style. It's definitely it's geared towards the Gen Zers of the world, essentially. Yeah. So, so I, I think that that can definitely work, man, for the future. And, and uh, it really could. I think and I think they could go far if they book if they book it correctly and and play it correctly. Yes, they're going to go up against the two biggest powerhouse stables we've seen in a long time in Death Triangle and House of Black. Uh, but I think that they can give people a run for their money. They have solid wrestlers involved. Billy Gunn's kids are no joke. They were trained no, from birth, yeah, to wrestle. They can wrestle, yeah. They can wrestle. They're really good. Uh, I like the Jade Willow Nightingale match. Uh, Willow uh, was an interim uh, Ring of Honor Women's Champion, so she, again, Willow's she, no slouch. And the last time they booked her, she got squashed, and I thought it was wrong. Yeah, that was. I, I think that was very wrong on how they did that. Uh, I did like the finish. Uh, it wasn't a long match, but I think we're going to see a triple threat match at some point between Jade Cargill, Athena, and. Chris Statlander, who I think Chris Statlander does deserve a push because of the new gimmick change and it's working for her. I think she's I think it's pretty much set in stone that she's the next TBS champion. As yeah, not not according to everybody else. I mean, Statlander, yeah, but it doesn't matter what everybody else I, thinks. I as don't as long as AEW thinks it. Yeah, but we're not AEW and, and it doesn't look like they're pushing. They listen, they have two potential TBS people. That they could do with Athena or 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 Stalin. and don't be wrong, I don't mind either winning. Don't wrong. I mean, either one wins. I, I, I would go with Statlander because he's been there longer, and I'm cool with that. But you, you definitely don't know if it's going to be Statlander. I, I, I well, we don't sure. know. No, we don't know. But I think, I I know, think but, but be... smart money would be on Statlander, in my opinion. Only forty sixty, and 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 that's been pushing it. But at some point, you are going to get that. Tri- I think we are going to get that triple threat match. Hands down. I think we are at some point. Well, I think so, too. And I think, unfortunately, it's going to be the most messy triple threat match we've seen in a while because of the baddies and all this shit. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because it will be Jade's first multi-woman match. She she mostly had singles matches, which is good in her favor. But uh, I think that um, triple threat match was going to be in the horizon at some point in time. Uh, Darby Allen, Bobby Fish was a good match. We got to see the return of Sting. Uh, do you think that they will be putting the tag titles on Sting and Darby at some point? I don't think so because they're not even a top five tag team right now. Um, they've got a long way to go if they want to. I mean, Red Dragon will be a tag team champ before them. Swerve, Swerve and Our Glory will be a champ before them. Um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus might make it back at some point in time, but I think the ne- if I were to book the next three tag team champions after the Young Bucks, it'll be it'll be Penta and Phoenix again. 
because they never lost it. Or they did lose it, but on a technicality because he was injured. I think they were supposed to win that. It will be Swerve in our glory, and then it will be FTR. They're going to give FTR a reign soon, sooner rather than later. Um, I think, after, personally, I think after FTR wins it for Bindor, because I think they will win it for Bindor, their next shot will be at the AEW Tag Team titles. Okay. And they will take them off the Young Bucks in what I'm assuming is going to be at least a five-star or higher match. Okay. So, the, wait, 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 hold on. Before you go, Jay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I like the FTR winning to be the Young Bucks. I do think that you can't do that that fast, though. You, you can't do it that fast. I'm not saying it would be right away, but I think the people that will take it off the Young Bucks will be FTR. Yeah, you got to wait to at least at the end of the summer for that. At least, at yeah, least. get through it. Go to maybe, uh, maybe All In, which is their All September pay per view mm-hmm. usually. Yeah, yeah, which is where they not lost fast. it last time. So, okay. Now I would say this. Now, now going back to our four pillars thing, uh, what do you do? How do you elevate Darby Allen? I know he's got this thing now. It's going to be a program with. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, we see that, which is which is fine, but it really doesn't elevate Darby Allen any higher. You, than so you're saying, how do you elevate Darby Allen? Well, so Wardlow so doesn't want next? the title. What, what, so, so what would be next? What would be next after this program with uh, Kyle O'Reilly? A program with either Adam Cole or Adam Page to set him up to be a potential challenger for the AEW interim title, because Wardlow doesn't want to do it unless it's against anybody but CM Punk. So that takes him out of the picture at number two. Adam Cole, I believe, is three right now. Darby Allen's not top five yet, but I think with a solid program and a solid victory over Kyle O'Reilly puts him top five. And then a solid match with Cole and a victory over Cole could put him at that three spot, which would give him the next in line since Wardlow wants to wait. I, I agree with you because so, he hasn't had a solid match, a solid program since he's he got He doesn't it. need another TBS title run because the TBS no. title should go to those mid-card guys, in my opinion, who are building their way up. Darby, to me, is not a mid-card talent. Darby, Darby is a top-tier talent, but he needs to be put in the right program. And he, unfortunately, he needs to get separated from Sting. Oh, I don't know if he needs to separate from Sting. Yeah, that's what that, that was. That that's what that's why I, one of the questions. Yeah. That's why I, I, I just I think that Sting holds no. him back because when Sting Sting's a back. part of things, it kind of distracts from Darby's ability because you always have to worry about Sting on the outside. Yeah. If I'm a wrestler, even though I know it's scripted, if I'm a wrestler in the ring, I have to worry about what he's doing because mm-hmm. even though Sting's not a heel, Sting has inserted himself into matches. Yeah, so, but but Sting, but Sting also gave Darby. Room to to do matches by himself. He says, "Go ahead," and he I walks mean, to the back. You so, can you so, can so, take so, so, you can yeah. keep Darby with Sting. That's perfectly yeah. fine. I think take him away, but I'm not opposed to him staying with Sting as long as Sting stays in that mentor role. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't want Sting to be a I, listen. I'd be there. I don't think there's be a tag team at a tag team champions at all. However, though, I do think that Sting helps him. I do think that with this with this storyline with with Darby right now, you could make you can have them go through. Red Dragon, and then at the Forbidden Door, his next great match should be Adam Cole. Because he, he just ran through, Adam, he just ran through his boys. Uh-huh. I'm coming for the head of the dragon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then, then, and then you have him beat Adam Cole. All right, yeah, which, which, which would be a fucking fantastic match, by the way. And then that puts him oh, forefront and, to take on Mox. Yes, that's how you do it. But you you can keep listen, and then and, and Mox. I mean, Sting seem honorable, so he won't. He probably stay in for Cole, which I don't I mean I, I'm okay with that. But with the, but that Moxie match, he's he's still staying in the back. 
he, he, he done he done before. He I think we one of the I think one of these upcoming matches too with with Darby against uh, Bobby Fish. We, we're gonna see Darby no face paint because they're talking about the gimmick and him painting his face and all that stuff. I I have a feeling. I thought he was gonna do it on Rampage. I have a feeling we're gonna see Darby no gimmick, no skateboard, no paint, no nothing. Just come out mm-hmm. and be like, I don't need all this shit to beat your ass. Mm-hmm. So cool, dude. All right, so Jay said he has no bad. Um, Evan said that he might have some color, color back, so about bad or two. I, so I, so I didn't have, I'm, I didn't have a bad really, but all right. Well, I'm, I do have a bad, two bads actually. This first bad is really, really pushing it though, because I don't know how to put it. Like it's, it's cho, but it's, it's a little like undercooked cho. <laughs> uh, I'm, I wasn't the big, biggest fan of the Gun Club match. Because they just ran through these motherfuckers. And unless, here, here's the thing, unless you are about to push these bastards, that shouldn't happen. No, that's the best match for them because they're young. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. Unless unless you're about to push them, like give them a, a significant push, that shouldn't happen. That That's no, more I of a... I think that's the best match for them. But that's more of a... But that's more if, of a dark, if they didn't... That, if that's they more didn't, of a dark match. That's more of a dark match. That's a YouTube match. That shouldn't be on Rampage at all. If, if, if you're going to just just do that and not push them, that should be a Rampage. Now, again, this is an iffy, a, a iffy bad because if they do push them, then I'm okay with it. But if, if this is just a beat, beat somebody ass type of thing, just to, just to fill well, it the it's an elevation, like I said, because they, they're, they're coming up, they're still doing YouTube shows. So, my point them is being that on. It, it, it has to elevate them because if it doesn't, then yeah. it's all for nothing. And it, it should have been this. This probably should have been a, outside of the rap because the rap was fucking hilarious. Uh, this should have been probably a, a dark match. This, this, this probably should have been a YouTube match. Gosh. Because of the because of the jobbers or the yeah. talent enhancement that was. Yes, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't mind yeah. that. Okay, uh, J, the J match is bad for me. Willow Willow J is bad for me not because not because of who Willow is. And who Jade is, but if you really watch that match, so many goddamn botches. It was it was botch galore. Like it was it was it, it was so big. Like it was more botches than I've I've seen in Jade in a long a long time. Now, mind you, I do like the the pedigree uh, the pedigree uh, uh, spot that that she did, and um and that and and her finisher she she, she got the finisher off. But it was so many botches by by Willow, by Jade. The only thing that's actually saved it and made it entertaining is Athena's doing that uh, eclipse. I'm, I'm not sure you call it, call it still calling it the eclipse, but doing the eclipse because that eclipse looked fucking beautiful. Like like she hung in the air for like at least three seconds. <laughs> I mean that's that's definitely a step up than the last time she did one on TV because she almost yeah. botched that shit last time. Yeah, but 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 that that, that was a beautiful eclipse. Yeah, right she's there. getting better at it. Yeah, yeah. like um, say she's more experienced. But I think I think with that is you're going to get botches with Jade because she's still green, and I think it's because it wasn't just they, Jade. They, though. They, no, no, and I'm not saying it wasn't yeah. just Jade either because sometimes when you don't play against somebody. You don't showcase their strengths and kind of hide their weaknesses. And I'm talking on both sides because they're both pretty green. I'm talking about years. Uh, Willow Nightingale doesn't have that many years in to the wrestling business either. So she's still green too. But I think showcasing more of Jade's strengths is not having uh, too long of a match. 
not doing too many complex spots. I believe they were trying to do some spots, which we saw on the botches. I think they were trying to be a little bit too more, a little bit too complex to where either one or the other or both couldn't do the move correctly to where they were more uh, focused on the type of move they were doing as a 10, but an execution of a, like a five when or you four. really want to do or four, but really you want to do the opposite. I'd rather you do a move at a difficulty of a four, but an execution of a 10, which looks a lot better on TV. I'm sure right. But again, Jade's been getting better and better. But she's still getting better. You know, she's still getting better. I'm not saying she's not. But this match was not as good as a couple matches. Oh, I've no, yes, yeah, for, for the last, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like because of the botches. I, 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 and I actually like Willow. However, though, it was so many botches on this match. I can't give this a good at all. And I want to, and you and you know that I'm big. I'm a big fan of Jade. Like I, I, I have spoken for Jade so many times. This right here, I cannot give a, a good to. And, 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 and maybe that's it too, because I put her a higher pedestal than everybody else. That I, 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 I just saw. I want to see more. So I, I'm, I'm gonna give this a, a, a bet. Okay. All right, Evan, up or down. Uh, I definitely give this an up. Um, the AEW wins the the ratings war this week. Even though the the report is always lately that the ratings are down for AEW, I don't see it. Um, still a better show right now. Um, NXT's creeping up on Rampage though. You gotta gotta give me some more firepower on Rampage to keep it ahead. Rampage has usually been a good show, but I think you can do more with it. So I give this show an up, um, but it needs to keep growing. I'm gonna give the show up as well. Um, it was overall a good show. I mean, Moxley Mari was good, Fish Darby was good, fucking clean rap was fucking amazing. Um, so overall it was good. It was a good show. So I'm gonna give it up. Jay. Uh yes, I'm gonna give it up. Um was it a perfect show? No, but it was a good show. I thought it was the better AEW show of the week. Uh but AEW does win uh the promotion of the week so to speak in tv shows so i, I would definitely give uh rampage a thumbs up all right so uh hey tony if you wanted to, to keep growing and, and being wwe uh stay away from all lawyers that looks good uh just okay. just let you know just to send that right now okay tony all right all right so that was our show like I said, myself and Jay won't be here next week. You will get Evan by himself where he do his ranking show by himself. Um, however, though, if I could watch, because I'm going to watch Forbidden Door. Where, no matter where I'm at, I'm going to watch Forbidden Door. Um, uh, and, what, and, what's totally funny is normally the day of the week before pay-per-view, we always do our picks. Mm-hmm. But... We, well, well, well here's, here's the thing, though. We don't know all everything everything in there. And it's I, true. I, and I, and I was going to do it, but I knew for a fact that with the news that's popping up, this is going to be a long, long show. And, and, and if I want to get the picks, this would be a damn show. And with, with everything that went down today, like yeah. with Jay having something going on, you having stuff going yeah. on. If we would have done the show at regular time, maybe, but it's yeah, yeah, we yeah. Done, yeah. 10 28 here, which yeah. means it's what, 128 for Jay? Yeah, he, 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 he's a cracking <laughs> All right. So, like I said, stay tuned for next week where we would, uh, where Evan be doing the ringer show. Uh, we will be back in two weeks uh, to give you some more nasty bitters presents the three counts of wrestling podcast. 
My name is DeAndre Robinson. Say goodbye, friends. All right, friends, this is your boy, Shenanigan J. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share all of this. Masturbators presents three counts. All of Masturbators presents stuff. Man, we're, we're you're really uh, like cornering the market, man. We expanded. Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. When, when we first, I mean, we got to go soon, but when we first started this, it was versus. It was me, Evan, CJ, and uh, I forgot the guy's name. Um, we got we have we had Brandon on episode Brandon, zero, then we had Joe on episode one. Yeah, we was versus. I didn't think it was going to get this big. Actually, for the first six six months to a year, I, I, we, we wasn't really that big. Uh, we're big on YouTube, and for some reason, our YouTube views went up high as fuck. But we wasn't big on podcasts. And then I started doing more Twitter after we came back from Vegas, and then we exploded. Yeah. And then we fucking exploded. God, the Vegas yeah. trip, man. Yeah. Fuck, I'm so mad. I'm not going this year, man. Yeah, so, yeah, so the, the Vegas trip, we exploded. Uh, it was more more of the lines of uh, Ken's birthday birthday episode as well that, that we exploded. And then we, then we, we started bringing more uh, guest stars. And then Evan wanted to do this. This, this is this technically Evan's baby. Evan, Evan wanted to do this, so this Evan baby, and then the bracket, the bracket, because I mean, the bracket, everybody loves the bracket shit. So I mean, we're going to explain more. I know for a fact that Dwayne and uh, Dwayne's wife and Cam wants to do uh, do a spinoff as well. Um, I still want to do a, a movie review uh, podcast, uh, just just movie reviews for for masturbators. So I'm, I'm gonna try to expand as much as I can. I'm trying to get more, pay for it more, but I'm trying, I'm trying to get much, as we pay much as I can. All right, say goodbye. Uh, once again, guys, Dre, Dre said it all from from the bottom of our hearts here at the Masturbators family, and now the Three Count family, the the to be named bracket podcast family, uh, the potential DeAndre movies reviews family. Um, I, I want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, when we started the thing during quarantine, we didn't know what was going to happen, and now it's gone all over the place. So with that being said, um, it, it's going to be hashtag free WWE. Uh, we need to get Vince McMahon the hell up out of there, and we need to put Stephanie in control, Triple H back in control of the, uh, NXT, and let's roll. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody.